All right, everybody, we are live. Welcome to Kilgallen's Pub. This is the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kilgallen, like to have some drinks with people and recreate that bar conversation we all know and love. If you're checking out the podcast for the very first time, you can follow us on Twitter. That's at Kilgallen's Pub. Give us a follow on Instagram, also at Kilgallen's Pub. I'm on all the platforms at Joe Kilgallen. We've got a very fun podcast in store for you. We're streaming live on Facebook as we've been doing. Uh, big thanks to everyone who's been listening. You know, uh, shout out because I've been, I've been getting good responses from everyone, and I can't do it without you guys. So, so big thanks to you. Uh, this is gonna be a fun one. I've got comedian Rebecca Gibson. Hi, hi. Uh, first time here in the pub. I'm a bit, big fan of yours, Rebecca, since Aww. I met you about two years ago, right when I moved back to Chicago. Yeah, right away. Everyone's th- like, you got to check out this young cat. And that was me, and I was right. I was like starstruck because I was like, "L.A., oh my god!" And then I was like, "Oh, never mind." You're like, yeah. "Oh yeah, he's just he's just <laughs> here. He's just here. He's just, he's just a guy." Now he's a Chicago guy. Yeah, but it's, I'm glad you're here because uh, I've I've wanted to get you in because I, I like what you're doing and I think you'd be a fun person to drink with. You're a Wisconsin girl. A Wisconsin girl. I was just bragging about that last week. I was like, "Of course, of course, I can drink." So, listeners, as the podcast goes along, you're going to hear this real cartoonish accent start to un- unravel. Is it does it sound cartoonish? Mm, uh, could be over the top a little bit because yeah. you're like from the farm. Yeah, yeah, from right? the farm. We had horses. So okay. you you probably know how to do things that city folk don't know how to do as yeah. well. Like, Here's something I screwed up today. It was just before I wanted to get here even earlier, James, because I brought a pizza, and I'll get to why I brought a full pizza that's probably going to go <laughs> uneaten in the next room. Um, let, let your lady know that there's some free pizza down here. She wants to microwave it, though. It's cold. Although yeah, cold yeah. pizza is still very solid. Yeah. And it is a, you said four days old? No, That's it's a day. Like. It's from yesterday. <laughs> I brought it in, and you're like, what are you, a homeless guy? <laughs> bringing in a pizza you found on a dumpster? That's how he presented it. He's like, hey, you want some pizza? It's only a day old. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a fine selling point, though. I had to be honest about it. What, what else could I say? Because as soon as I open it, you're going to be like, well, that's clearly not fresh. It's clearly not a fresh it's, pizza. It's, it looks very, that cheese looks very hard. But you, you microwave it, it's as good as oh, gold. Oh, yeah. That's good. I still like some cold pizza. Anyway, here's what I did. And uh, I don't know how to work a plunger, I'm realizing. Oh. No, I, I know how to use a plunger. I know yep. I get the concept. You plunge it. And I haven't had to use you one in a long time. You went too fast. I went to, there's the accent. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's the accent. <laughs> I was like, did you like, not hear it yourself I, I then? I did. I hear it sometimes when I'm speaking. I know I'm doing it, and then I'm like, well, I'm too far in. I can't change it now because I'm in it. Like, if I'm doing, like, a set, I'm like, I can't all of a sudden be like, Bleh, like, drop it. I got to. You got to commit to it at I that gotta point. I got to commit to it at that Because you don't want to be one of those fake-ass people who goes in and out of an accent. No. I don't like that. But I'm, but I'm not intentionally going into the accent, but I'm aware when I when it happens like that you, I'm doing it. Yeah, It always bothered me that so many British singers sing with an American accent. Yeah, and you're like, how are you? Or rap. Or but they I feel like ra- they're just the rappers do it. Yeah. I think a lot of British rappers. I mean, Twenty One Savage. Yeah, he's no one knew. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. Because you're not street if you're yeah. British. No. Even though there's those cool Guy Ritchie movies that have like you know, street like thuggish black guys. Not thuggish black guys. I didn't mean to say it like that. <laughs> God, that's I'm like <laughs> normally takes oh, an hour God. in. Normally I'm an hour into the podcast before I say something that's borderline <laughs> offensive. What I meant was that like they portray them as like these big tough like mobster type guys yeah like mobster is what i meant to say and then like you ever seen like snatch or lock sack and two smoking barrels uh-huh. there was the one guy who's like oh you know they talk like that it's like oh tyrone you talk yeah. about i that's- feel like they're gonna slip on a banana that's how the the <laughs> right? scene ends are you like oh, 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 oh like in like 101 dalmatians or yeah something. there's that's just something about that's just not as tough no to me it's a comedy i don't know i just i think i need a little bit more street yeah and i think that that ties to america more than because even yeah though, well, i just think that yeah we're very arrogant we don't think any other country really like, oh, okay well obviously other <laughs> all countries right have, of course Good other luck. countries have tough gangs like yeah. i'm sure there's some tough ass gangs in london but when i think like of a london, russian like a russian gang you know, i'm like i'm not gonna yeah but like when i think of like 
European gangs, I think of like the movie Taken, where it's a bunch of guys yeah. playing poker, waiting for orders from a bigger guy, mm-hmm. and then Liam Neeson has to come in and do some shit, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think of like the type of things you'd see like in The Wire, <laughs> right? Where you're like, I've oh man, don't fuck with that guy, don't, like that type of thing. Because I, I hear that accent and I go, ah, oh, you're just being you're silly, a relax. Goof. Can here, we go here, back? Here's the money. Go bet on the ponies, wherever you're gonna do with it. Can we go back to the plunger? Oh, of course. Oh, we're gonna get back to the plunger. Trust me on that one. Because I like, I just want to know what you. Walk I've been eating. How you did it. I, I had uh, my son's two-year-old birthday party. I didn't mean party. to walk me all the way back to your I'm gonna diet. Get you, I'm going to get you. Well, <laughs> all right, let's start I, at the beginning. What would you eat that day? I got to tell you why the toilet bowl was all messed up. I got <laughs> okay. I got an origin story to this plunger. <laughs> this is my favorite type of story. Go you ahead. Know? And I took, you know, it's been a few dumps of just because I've been eating nothing but cake and pizza. Cause we had but so are they solid or they're like, it's just massive? Like you're No, they're the solid. Pool, like, this one was a log where like many a man would look at that log and think, like, I wish wow. that was my dick. That was such a big how, log. How... Do you want to take a picture of it every time, or like sometimes? Mm, I've gotten like, over like, that because I've been told it's gross. But and you forget it's on your phone. You're scrolling through, you're like, and you're like, "Oh, oh man, oh, oh. That, that was fun at the yeah. time." I don't want to look at that log. It's like after later. you come and you're watching porn, and then you're like, "Oh, actually, that's disgusting. I don't want to see that again." We're gonna get to that because okay. you probably have, that's that's an interesting one right there. Uh, I was talking about that with someone recently because all right, well, hold the th- we'll, we'll James, hold do, do, do me a favor, hold the porn thought for us because <laughs> I want right. to get to what Rebecca brought up with the porn thing. I um look the toilet went flush mm-hmm. and it sucks. I'm an idiot because I got a bidet. Listeners Ooh. know pe- people have been following the podcast know way back like yeah Kevin Bozeman. That's yes. my favorite. That's my favorite podcast. You did. Thank I you. Watched that. I watched that because I'm a Kevin fan. And then and then you got roped in here. Me talk for yeah. too long. I uh, he sold me on the bidet. Yeah. Everyone go back to the Kevin Bozeman one. There's like 20 podcasts ago. I think it was like episode 25 or 26. Made me want to get it, but episode, I'm broke. To be honest. Yeah. I was, he was very inspirational. I he's, he's the best person. He's so funny and, he, and the most underrated comedian in the, in the country. And I mean, he's a national headliner tours everywhere, but I feel like he should be way bigger. Oh, yeah. And anyway, that's me kissing Kevin's ass. <laughs> he sold me on a bidet by basically saying like, look, if you, if you smeared shit on your forearm, you wouldn't just take toilet paper to wipe it off. You'd get <laughs> some like, sort oh of liquid God. involved. <laughs> right? Of course. Of course I would. And then he told me how cheap they were. So I got a bidet on the one toilet. I've got, I'm not bragging. I've got two bathrooms, everyone. I'm thinking this will be the so bathroom. So do you I only poop in, in that one? Yes, but here's the stupid part. That's like the lower lower flow on the flush. Oh. So when the, when, the, when it's a mean one, I really should be using the other one, but the other one doesn't have the bidet on it. So I got to upgrade my life. And Does get it, is it a bad flush because of the bidet? No, it's always kind of a weaker flush. Okay. But I thought to myself, like, oh, just whatever. It's, it'll be fine. Uh-huh. It's not too often this happens. But it was a really big log today. And like really, right, I stood up and I looked at it. I'm like, there's no way this is flushing down. There's no way. It was out of the water. That's so cocky. Not happening. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you, you were not getting flushed. <laughs> that is, I, I, that's I, in there. I know what my kids could accomplish. <laughs> and this, this child was not going down. It's not in there. And I looked at it like, oh my God, it's, 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 it's out of the water. And those are always that stink oh, the yeah. worst. Because the fair. water helps the smell. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. It's uh-huh. true. That's why when people around like in third world countries are like you guys shit in fresh water we don't even have it I'm like well sorry well, but it smells we bad. don't want stinky homes yeah I like to do an immediate flush if I'm in like public like almost while I'm pooping I don't shit in public it's, that makes me look down on you a little bit the fact that you I shit only in, in the public. G- I don't like to work out you shit where you work out I gotta. So if you're a good workout, you have to take a dump. Well, I don't work out like like a bitch. I don't know how you work out, <laughs> but I I feel like I have to. I have to have everything. No. I have to pee. Well, I'm clearly not doing squats <laughs> like you are. What are you squat. racking? Damn. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're racking yeah, and dropping some mean stuff later. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, that's, well. that's the only place I do it. All right. Let's get her workout <laughs> and her porn uh, viewing uh, <laughs> But there's always a lady cleaning the lo- I, the locker room. She's so thorough. And I'm like, I just wish you'd leave. I don't want you to see me in this shame. 
Oh man, I can't but stand the people who like if you're in there twenty four seven. Get out of come here! Come on, go for a go for a break. <laughs> Jog. I hate the person though. Not I mean not the, just the worker, but the person who you could hear dumping. Probably talked about this on the yeah. podcast. I would never and do then, it if someone else was on it. But if I'm, if I'm in, I've had situations, of course, where yeah, I, I knew you've done it. In, in I avoid like, it I though. Knew you've done 99% it. Ninety nine percent of my dumps are at home base. I don't I don't fuck around. I don't play road games. Yeah, you yeah. know, and I remember one time being in the bathroom, I'm peeing. And I'm hearing the guy dump while I'm peeing, and then I go to wash my hands, and then he flushes, and he's like in a hurry, and I'm like, dude, I don't want to make eye contact uh, yeah. with you. I don't want to see you. Wait it out. I heard you. You should you should sit. You in should there. be embarrassed. We have cell phones now. You should totally be embarrassed. Yeah. That's why I used to talk about like, good. Anyway. And also, you have the go ahead to leave first. He was like, no, I'm I'm leaving this stall, and if you're he ashamed was, by it, you sit in there and wait and smell it. You had to sit in there and smell his shit. I think now that we have cell phones, it's like, dude, hey man, update your status, yeah, go through some there. emails. Make sure the whole room's clear. Then you snake out of there. You wash your hands because anyone comes in, they're not going to know it was you. Yeah. Like you know, I, I'm putting. I the, always announce it. Do you announce it if it smells like poop and somebody walks in? You're like, I'm like, this was not me. I like because they, you, they're going to think it's you. I've I don't done. Like- I've done it where if I'm leaving, I go do yourself a favor and, and give it a few minutes. Oh, I've done that. But I had to bring out so the plunger. You're a public pooper. Yeah, no, not often. I told you so rarely. The, the fact that I remember this is how like the number of times I've shit in public in the last decade. I've, I could count on one hand. That's how little yep. I dump in public. I just I refuse to as often I as I can. I, I mean, well, what's public though? Comedy clubs. I I've, I almost yeah, that's public. It's like work. <laughs> yeah, I guess I've shit it. Look. So again, what you're saying again, is every day you, you poop I avoid in public. It. I don't want to put my ass like you got to lay the toilet paper down. It's a whole ordeal. I'd rather poop in not public than somebody's home. I'm not no, going in there and pooping. No, I'm not pooping here. I'll shit in someone's home, but I'm still laying toilet paper down because even if I know you, I don't want my butt touching where your butt touches. Yeah, can you squat and poop? I, I can't do that. Squat like like outside, no, or like squat and pee. Well, I'm just thinking because girls will squat and pee if the toilet seat's gross. But I oh, like hover over. Hover. It. Oh, I got you. Managed. No, I, I couldn't squat and poop. No, because yeah. it's different. Mu- you can't. You know. Yeah, and why would I squat and pee? I'm a man. I would just. Well, that's why up. I had to switch to poop. Uh, I got you. That was just a little improvising I did. Rebecca, really did quick. you forget you were talking to a man? <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, just, I don't your see. I don't. S- I don't right see now. gender. That's, when I, that's very 2019 of you. Yeah, thank you. Well, what I try plunger. to do. Okay, back to the punch. What I try to do is just wait it out. So mm-hmm. I took this dump at like three o'clock. Yeah. And said to my wife, like, "Hey, just don't so go up there for a while. I'm gonna give it a few hours. We're all on this floor. We're gonna be fine." And then when it was time to get my son ready for bed. She's like, did you flush, by the way? Because I don't want to go in there. I have to go mm-hmm. in there and get something. And if it's bad, I'm going to be grossed out. Yeah. I'm like, I'll go in there. I'll take care of it. It was still there. And it didn't look like it got broken up enough. Because after some time, yeah, it breaks up it enough. Would... Where I'm like, all right, now I can, it's dissolved a little bit. It's disintegrated. Mm-hmm. I could flush it down. Didn't work out. So now I just I flushed it a few times. Flushed, you know, weighed it out. I'm like, well, now it's just nothing's happening. This, this log mm-hmm. is it's there. It's planted its flag. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. So then eventually I'm like, all right, well, now I have to. Use the plunger. Yep. Which I, the reason I don't like using the plunger is because then you get poop on the, plunger, on the plunger. And then how do you clean the plunger? Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that. To clean the plunger. Someone's like, well, then you could run it in the I shower. I'm like, well, now I'm getting shit in my shower, man. Yeah. What is like, I'm going to step on poop particles the next day if I don't. It's like so a whole process. I don't have to clean my. Have, to, have you listened to Ari Shafir say he like takes like, like massive shits and then he goes in the shower and that. he lets it like he like like has to like push it with his toe down in the shower drain. Like, oh, he does a little drain stop? Yeah, drain stop. He. Wait, what? What does he do? Christina P. and Thompson yep, Girl do that yep, shit too, baby. Yep, yep, yep. What yep we're big. Your mom's house. Your mom's house. Yeah, they, no, great podcast. What? They shit. They, they shit in the shower? No, in the toilet. 
but then they're so if it's like gross they like go they go uh, they don't wipe they immediately go into the shower oh yeah. okay yeah shit the shower well, because they don't, have, the shower. they don't have a bidet they, they don't have a bidet yeah they wouldn't need well, to do they that well they do now yeah Tom, Tommy's, Tommy's got a bidet, Tommy's got a bidet. How, how do you not I mean yeah. as soon as well, you get I Netflix money well I feel like a peasant I know as soon as you get Netflix money you buy a bidet that's just a we given we have one at work and that bathroom is always occupied really oh, it's I've, the best I've only done it twice and it was the first time I, I was like 11 years old and I was like this is just silly but 40 bucks on Amazon I oh I didn't know it was that whoa what brand of bidets I have no complaints it's been very good it was easy to install don't say the brand we're gonna get them the sponsor podcast yes I've installed it myself because I gotta look it up. I've installed it myself. Was it hard to install? Not really. It just took some screwing around. It took 15 minutes, 10 minutes tops, you know? $40. And, undo the toilet and it's seat. good. I have no complaints. My only thing is it's a cold water one. Mm-hmm. Oh, you like a. Well, here's why. Because you need your toilet next to your sink to do cold and hot water. Yeah. My sink uh. is across from the toilet. Uh. Uh, but do you have to run the water hot on the sink to, to make it warm? No, I Should mean, my, my hot water valve, right? Yeah, my hot and cold water is fine. But what you need to do is you take. It comes with this thing, and you, you know, you turn the water off, you unscrew the one valve, and then you a- attach this like, I don't know what the term is, like an L-shaped thing. That way, it's attached to the, it still flows the way it's supposed to, and then it has like another nozzle that comes out to go to the bidet, mm-hmm. so it shoots the water in your your asshole, and and you have a second Do one you in after? which you attach that to the hot water thing. But the hot water thing is normally where your sink to the sink part. For okay. the toilet, because your toilet water is flushing cold. Why would yeah. you waste hot water on flushing toilet? You know, Silly. although maybe hot water would break up that nasty log. Oh, maybe. I bet it was. That's not breaking up in cold. You should put a little, a little dish detergent in there, maybe. See, that's what I'm thinking. Now I'm yeah. thinking. So what I did, I finally you plunged went too it down. Fa- See, that's I know you're that's doing the shit. wrong. No, no, no. Oh, not I thought that. that's a, it's a weird. I'm talking cut about your you motion. Went. You went too fast. Too fast. Too fast. What you got to do is you got to stick it in there and get a good suction. You got to. Pull up as hard as you can. That's what you have to do. Not a bunch of times. One good time. One good. Okay, this sounds like uh, how to find a G spot or something. I know. Well, this. I'm, I feel like I'm helping you with your toilet and your marriage. I don't think I need help there. Okay? Well, I'll, I'll admit. Well. I'll admit. I'm a very honest guy, as James knows on this podcast. But I, I will tell I'd you this. I'd, I'd like to know from her. You, you, you want her number? Yep. I, uh, <laughs> I will. Uh, I realized that I didn't want to transfer. Because there's enough shit. So what I did was yeah. I flushed it a few times thinking, ooh, the flush, but it's low flow. The yeah. flush will get the poop off the plunger. And it, and it really wasn't. Because that's so what I, I was going to say to clean it. I would flush it I think that's how you do it. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, no one's actually told me this. Yeah. This should be in, we're going to write a new curriculum on this podcast for how school. How to get the poop off. Because I talked <laughs> about how there's politeness in society that they should be teaching at the school level. like Plunging. There should be like day one of freshman year or day one of, uh, as soon as you're turned 16, the first thing in drivers that should be taught how to do a thank you wave. Yeah. That should be taught. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I don't get thank you waves hardly ever anymore. Uh-uh. LA was not existing. But that's Chicago, a Chicago thing. I didn't, I didn't thank you wave until I moved here. There was no. But it's a no New York icon. thing too because there's a Seinfeld yeah. episode where they talked about the thank you wave. Yeah. So maybe it's like a big city I thing. I think it's a big city thing. Maybe you Southern, because you're Southern, you're not Southern, you're not Southern, you're from Wisconsin. Yeah. But a uh, small, uh, small town, rural. Yeah. Brandon calls me a, a snow hillbilly. I like that. Yeah, but that's rude. Um, didn't Trump once call Canadians snow Mexicans? Probably. <laughs> I think he did. Or maybe someone made that up. But, you know, if, if he did if say that, that's kind of funny. You got to <laughs> give him some credit on that one. It's a good line. Somebody slid It's that mean, but him. whenever he calls her Pocahontas, I chuckle a little bit. <laughs> it's so wrong, but it's, you know. I gotta, you gotta give the guy a little tip of the hat on that one. It's it's kind of funny. Yeah, he gets his he gets his jokes out. Yeah, I like I a just good. Wish people I like would a good get joke. I wish back, we though. I wish we had somebody that was like that. Barack was a little bit like that. 
He was but good. He, was he, had the, he, had he had some, thug, he had he had some, some thug life yeah. moments. Uh-huh. I miss those thug life videos. They still make those, James. Oh, You're pretty yeah. hip to the internet. I mean, that's just worldstar.com now. <laughs> the thug life ones were so damn funny. There was like a Vine compilation I used to watch and laugh when I'd get in LA. I would smoke a little more weed because it was totally cool and legal there. Yeah, uh, it was before my son was born. Now I don't. I'm not really. I don't. I'm. I'm pro. It should be legal. You're not, you're not a weedman. A though. weed. Because I, I get too. I one hit and I'm high as hell, and yeah. then I sleep too good. And if I have things to do the next <laughs> day, nice. it doesn't work out for me. You know. I'm so, an anxious smoker. I don't like it because it gives me anxiety. I give you. Yeah, I would get really high and then just watch those Thug Life Vine videos because yeah. the best one ever was this like five year old kid, and he was trying to tie his shoe, and like his older brother or something was like. What's the matter? You can't tie your shoe? And he just looked at him and goes, I can't tie my shoe, but I could fuck your bitch. <laughs> yeah. Look that one up. That is the that is the best thing ever. I don't know how old that kid is how now. How old they? The kid was like five. He was trying to tie his shoe for the first time, and his older brother's like, what's the matter? You can't tie your shoe? He's like filming him on his phone. And the kid just turns with this mean mugged face going, I can't tie my shoe, but I could fuck your bitch. And, and just cut away. I remember everyone I've ever showed that to. Cries with laughter. It was so good. And then they put the thug life glasses on him and the joint, you know, mm-hmm. and then they play like da 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 da. It's those were the greatest videos ever. The those were the is. things where I'm like, this is why the internet was invented. <laughs> Not for everyone to argue about political points yeah. that they have no idea what they're talking about. So the plunger, I realized then, I you know, the toilet flushing, I go, all right, this is how you do it. This mm-hmm. must be how you do it. Because there's no yeah. way people are like, oh, there's shit on it. I'm just gonna put it back on my yeah, floor. That's no. dumb. I really want to know what you did. I don't want to shower it because again, it shit gets into the drain. That's a yeah. whole nother plumbing system. Mm-hmm. I just left it there. It's still in my oh, toilet right now. Oh, it's still there. That's the beautiful thing. Wait, in your toilet? I left it in there thinking because there's water was up. I kept trying to do the thing. I had to go. I'm like, I got to leave. I got to move on with my so life. You, so the, when I get home tonight. is still in there too? No, the poop went down eventually. Okay. The poop, thank God, it's it caved. All it took would have been and a it, it went down that tunnel. And now I just have the plunger standing upright in and the toilet so bowl with, with the water, hopefully pecking away at the the poop stains on the side of it. I don't think it's pecking away. I hope it's not. I'm just going to throw the plunger away. I'm just going to get rid of it. Plungers should be government issued. Maybe put some dish soap in there. They should be free. Yeah. You know, fuck free healthcare, fuck free education, free college. I mean, I think plungers yeah, should, should just be, be delivered. I don't think I've ever bought a plunger. I think everywhere I've been, the plungers kind of comes just with. Kind of been a plunger there. And guess what? Other human beings' shit is on that plunger, yeah, and you're and just I you're pro- pooping <laughs> next to other shit that's on the floor next to it. That's yeah. why most bathrooms and apartments are gross. I know they're disgusting. Yeah, I think that's a country thing too. I think we just don't. We're like around poop so much. We're just like, oh, it's just it's just some poop. All right. Well, let's slide into that. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a little bit of poop on your plunger. Well, before we get into your upbringing, Rebecca. Oh, I didn't Gibson know that. Oh, I didn't know that. That's how this. That's not how it works. <laughs> but I wanted. To, you're talking about being surrounded by poop. How do I not pick? How do I not pick at that scab and finding out what's going on with you? You were surrounded by poop all day. Yeah, I mean, I changed a lot of poopy diapers. Yeah, I changed so many diapers. I was trying do to you think feel how many like diapers. it's desensitized? I changed more poop, diapers so than now my wife you're, does. Oh, really? Yeah, because I'm I'm with my son more. More, so you changed more. Do you I, feel like you're like desensitized to like poop like your own? You talk about it more. Like everything's just I'm, like oh, it's just a poop. I'm completely desensitized to it. Like I don't like every now and then he'll take one more. One time he took one. This is probably like four or five months ago. It was so bad. It was in the morning. It was so bad. I said to him, I go, that's it. That No more shits today. Mm-hmm. That is You're your done. one today. You were done. That was so bad. It's like, ugh. Mm-hmm. And now that he's two, he's, the dumps he's are starting to become solid. more like, they're like more like. Do you ever have the b- little the, ball poops where it's just like a little rabbit? Yeah, there's somewhere. Yeah, there's like little, little pellets <laughs> little inside pellets. that. Yeah, I like that. I think that's When they're fun. little babies, they, um, boys will hide little turds under their little nuts. Little nuts, yeah. Yeah. yeah little, well, my niece, it's where she's a, a fatty. So you have to get, you you got to go through about six crevices to get them all. You have to like go, just wipe, wipe, wipe. She's got them all down her leg. She'll get, 
shit all down. Like she's, that really should be the yeah. number one motivator for weight loss. Yeah, just some cr- cleaning crevices. You know, I I know we're all on this whole. I believe. I think the, the body yeah. positive message gets lost. Uh huh. Some people take it like, yeah, I'm overweight, mm-hmm. but people are saying I shouldn't feel bad about that and blah, blah, blah. No, we're saying if, still love yourself. Yeah, but if you have genuine health concerns, and I have never met anyone. I know a lot of fat people. I'm chubby. Like, I've never met anybody who's been like, yeah, I'm so content with like how like I am, you know? And, like, and they're living with it, I think, but nobody's been like, I would not rather be. But I, this is interesting. I was talking, I don't know, there's a comedian named Andrew Shanklin just throwing him under the bus he's very skinny like he's got like a perfect he looks like you how i would imagine but skinnier and he doesn't like the way he anyone who i've talked to even if they have my idea of like a perfect body they don't like the way they look and that's like crazy to me because that's something i've always wanted to be was thin so when i see them and they're like oh i hate myself too i'm like does everybody does every single person hate the way do you like your body no see i like me i'm like oh he has a joe has a normal body no i have a weird thing I have a, like an in-cave chest oh. where my ribs go in, right? And um, so I've always been very self-conscious about that because there was a lifeguard at the Porch Park yeah. pool. Porch Park's a neighbor in the city of Chicago, everyone. Uh, I try to avoid local references too often, you know? And uh, this lifeguard was a dick. He called, he gave me an in-cave chest thing. And, I, I, and that's why I think I first got good at like comebacks because mm-hmm. I had to burn them back. And then my best friend growing up is overweight yeah. and people would make fun of him and I didn't like that. So yeah. I, I would get into fights uh-huh. on his behalf. And so I get like... Yeah, no, I'm fine with my body. Yeah, you know but what I mean. I'm six one, about one eighty five. I'd like to get down to like one eighty. If uh-huh. I lost like another five pounds, I'd be way happy because I'm getting yeah. a little bit of a beer be gut content? going. Um, Kids con- used to call me big butt back. I think used to get me. I think being content is great. Um, someone's compliment my hoodie on the live stream, so thank you for that, uh, Michael that? Harris. I I'm like content, of course, but I I don't like that. I'm very white and pasty. My, yeah. my rib cage goes Oh, and in. that never changes either. In the summer, it stays, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <you're, laughs> my ribs don't expand when no, the heat. No, I mean your skin meant. color. You oh, yeah, yeah. Tan. No, I don't get tan ever. I used to joke with people saying if, if someone like were to rip my shirt off or to rip my pants off in public, I'd be way happier if they ripped my they pants rip off. They ripped my pants off. To pants me. Don't take my shirt off, though. Yeah. I would I would reach. If, if I like walked, if I you know, was walking through my house naked and someone just walked through the door, I would cover my, my like, torso ah. first before covering my dick. Yeah, I'm going pants off. I don't like it when somebody takes my shirt off before my pants because I feel more self-conscious with like just my pants on because I feel like that makes like a muffin toss. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pants. <laughs> pants. Pants first. first. <laughs> and then we go shirt. I, I think you get a fun with that. So if you're hooking yeah. up with a guy, you know, like, you're a single whoa, whoa. lady, and they start taking your shirt off, you're like, whoa, whoa. the vagina's down here, idiot. Yeah, start with my pants. <laughs> you, are you going to fuck you my belly dummy? <laughs> Wow, did you fail biology? Come class? on, man. Anatomy? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, so, which was funny because on Chicago Met, I had to be shirtless. Oh, so, oh my God, you faced your biggest fear on, on national Chicago. television. Wow. And I remember thinking, like, oh, man, this is going to suck. And then I saw it was a union check, and I'm like, yes, I'll we get over that. I'll get over it. It's so fine. now are you not self conscious about it at all? Um, no, I mean, I still won't. If, I, if we're playing shirts and skins, I'm yeah. keeping the shirt on. Oh, wow. Do you swim with your shirt on? I was a white t-shirt kid in the pool growing up. But that was more because my dad didn't want to put sunscreen on me. Yeah. <laughs> no, my parents were divorced. I lived with my dad. Like, I grew know. up around the block from the park I they went to day that. camp with. Well, I went to day camp on the south side for a few years because my dad worked for the park district and he ran day camps down there. And then when I was like 10, I started going to day camp at Portage Park and they had an Olympic-sized pool. Uh-huh. And um, he was like, just 
keep a t-shirt on. So it was me and the fat kid. He so probably like, was when embarrassed I bring out, by your chest. He was like, yeah, keep, he was like, keep the t-shirt on. You're, you're representing the brand. <laughs> yeah, the brand. Don't Before kill, the podcast started, Rebecca was talking the about brand. the brand being her family. <laughs> and if anyone in her family embarrasses her, you're representing the you're brand. You're representing man. Don't kill. I, I said he's going he's gonna to see. Don't you, if you go out and your kid's like a little bit messy and you're like, come on. If yeah. your friend is this the first time your friend's meeting your son and he's not, yeah, I'll, I'll put a suit bad. on. Him. I'll make sure. Yeah, yeah. When you're a kid though. You, when you're yeah. two, you're supposed to look a little sloppy. A little I like when his hair is a little messy. Yeah, my I'd wife would be like, "Oh, I gotta fix his hair." I'm like, "No, he looks cool as hell." He's a boy. Yeah, yeah keep it. Keep like it messy. To start wrestling people. Start messy. I, uh, but so no, I mentioned that because you know I'd wear white t-shirts in the pool. Mm-hmm. And the only other people who wear white t-shirts in the pool were the overweight kids. Yeah. So when we bring up the whole like body shame and weight stuff, I'm not. I've, I've got a lot of close friends, but I don't like the idea. Well, the idea behind being body positive is like, hey, don't beat yourself up over it. Yeah. And other people shouldn't make you make, feel bad, which I agree yeah. with. Mm-hmm. But also, it's a fucking health concern. Yeah. You know? And I was always trying to think of ways to, to fight childhood obesity. You brought up a great one where it's like, you got these crevices. You got to wash yeah, between. Yeah. You want to do that your whole life? Every time you take a shit, you got to peel back some layers. Wash you know, crevices. It makes it a whole thing. I always thought, this is how I would do it. You know, you have sex ed, James, right? You've got that. Where they separate the boys and the girls because they yeah. teach, you teach the girls about your period, and then the mm-hmm. boys they go, You're gonna get boners, and it's weird, but yeah. deal with it. I didn't get that. But yeah, that was like fourth, fifth grade, I think. I would, when they separate both both the boys and the girls, you could do both because you know, uh-huh. you could have a male model and a female model go to both classes so they could see them, or maybe just have them together. Why even separate? Yep. Why separate? Stupid. And say to the, the, the people, and not who a are, skinny one. No, no I would know you have hot. You got to have hot. Yeah, you have a hot female model, a hot male model. Yeah. You say to the people, you see this person, they're not going to fuck you if you look terrible. <laughs> all right? That is not where I thought you were going with no, that at all. Was it, it, James? <laughs> got to motivate these kids, you know? Got to motivate these Nobody's kids right there. Every, every kid that's like, they're going to look at their lunch going, fuck mom. Who put Twinkies in here, damn it? Give me an apple. And Give me an apple. That's what Burt Kreischer says that they do at, um, God, I keep quoting those goddamn podcasts, but that's what people do at his spin class. The, the instructor will be like, you think someone wants to fuck you? You think someone wants to fuck you and you look like that? He's like, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, it's just dead on. <laughs> I was, no, my, one of my best, like a good friend of mine, I'll name him, my, this comedian Rudy Ascot, he's up in Alaska now, which everyone will be in Anchorage, Alaska, what? performing at the end of March. Stay tuned for details. Oh, I know I got some Alaska awesome. listeners. It's probably just my friend Rudy telling other people, which I appreciate, <laughs> bud. He, uh, he was a comic in Chicago for a while. We, we, we had an apartment together. Dude's hilarious. He, um, I didn't know this about him, but there was a picture. And I go, who's this guy? He goes, dude, that was me in high school. And I'm like, holy shit. Dude was like fucking huge. Mm-hmm. And now he was like this. He was like the skinniest person you've ever seen. He was like 6'2", 170. Like wow. skinny. And I go, how'd you lose Did all the weight? skin? No, he didn't. He got lucky. Because some people, they yeah. lose all their weight and then they got that weird yeah, residual skin. skin yeah. which is a total bummer because you work so hard to lose I the know, weight. You got to see the key. And your skin sucks. You lose weight slowly. Yeah. Lose weight slowly is the key. The and workout plus diet, right? If you're just, like, yes. just doing lift, diet. Lift heavy yeah. so that you stay kind of big yeah. and then your skin will adapt slowly to the body change. Did see? you used to be chubby as a child, James? No, I was a very skinny kid, but really? I was a fat adult until really? about you're like so beef five years now, ago. I well, feel like you're... Because I took it slow. Yeah. You committed. Well, and lifting heavy. You committed. You got to have determination. That's what yeah. I'm trying to tell people. I go, you could focus. If you focus on anything, if you make that your goal, you could get anything accomplished. Yeah. And if Sean White tells you you have tits, that's another thing, too. You oh, got to. Local gotta reference Sean White's a guy that's yeah. like, you, you're saying something? No, I love Sean, but I I, was I did an underwear show and I just saw the pictures and I like I was like you did a what show like you know those shows where you do them in your underwear the, the body comedy shows show. the body oh no well, yeah I want to give people a little background because that's oh, interesting okay. I'm let's, sorry. let's give the listeners who don't know what you're talking yeah. about a background 
There is a show in Chicago mm-hmm. called um, Strip, strip Tease jo- or Strip, strip Joker. Joker. It wasn't this. It's a new one in Milwaukee, but I did Strip Joker too. Both of them. I think Milwaukee wants to fuck me because both of the <laughs> both of the body positive underwear shows I did were in Milwaukee. But so there's a body positive shows. That's the whole hook. Yeah, body it's language. called Strip Joker, yep. and you do jokes and strip after each At joke. At the same time, yeah. So you get down to your brown underwear. Yep, which okay. is actually like the best. Each time I've done it, it's been the best time because it's kind of like you have to. You're not just doing your set; you're being funny like while you take off your clothes too like it's like a whole performance i guess but i i was like feeling so good i had stolen my sister's push-up bra and then but then i had just gotten the pictures back and i was like oh <laughs> uh-oh. oh i'm sure it's fine <laughs> james is a pro <laughs> probably Bro, him up right probably like, no you won't find him <laughs> oh you won't find him no I well, that sounds like a challenge that. no they did share the photo i didn't want my, fa- my there was a show in new york yet, that uh was that. completely naked Oh. But people weren't allowed to bring phones in. They I think they're doing that yeah. into Chicago. Are I think they? they're bringing that. Would you do it? Would you do an underwear I show? I don't think my wife would let me. Oh. I wouldn't be against it. Yeah. I just think she would be like, don't do that. Don't do it. Yeah. I, I had a lot of people it. tell me not not to do it. A lot really? of people don't like like giving because they're like, just tell you, like, have a show. You know, I But I think it's a, it, the crowd loves it and I don't mind doing something like that. I feel like I'm cool with it. There's a lot of themed shows. Yeah. And I used to do them all the time, but now I'm just so. I have to prioritize things yeah. being a dad and having yeah. my, my days filled with that stuff that I, I don't I call them homework shows and I'm yeah. just like I'm not doing I'm not those anymore do see and I'm on the level of them, taking everything shows. that comes to me and you're not <laughs> you're not on there so right I've now. had to, I've, I've turned down a few of them where it's just because I just want to work on what I want to work on yeah. because I mean they're fun to do but then mm-hmm. you usually don't do that material again afterwards yeah. so I'm just like I gotta focus you gotta be tunnel that. vision with some of this stuff so I my friend Rudy I asked him you know, it's the dude who was overweight. I found that picture of him. I'm like, dude, what did you do to lose all that weight? Because I'm always mm-hmm. impressed by people who do it. And he said, I was, he was working at a mall. He was like 19, he was almost 20 years old. He was still a virgin. Mm-hmm. And he saw these like hot girls in the mall and these dudes went to talk to him and he just saw their calf and all this kind of stuff. And he said to himself, if I don't start losing weight right now, I'm going to die a virgin. And that, that drove him. And like so, I've, I've, of course, sex sells. Sex mm-hmm. is the number one motivator for everything. That's why we're still here as a species. Sex yeah. sells. Yeah, forever. So why wouldn't you try to institute that? I mean, obviously, it's weird to be in a bunch of fourth and fifth graders going, <laughs> yo. Yo, this girl's not going <laughs> to wanna... See the tits on this broad. She's not going to like you if you keep eating those Twinkies. Like, you don't want to. Or get or go the opposite and be like, you either do this or you get really smart. Yes, you, you have to have a thing. You have to have a thing. You have to because there's so many guys where you're like, if you weren't what you are, no way. You have to have money or you have yeah, the money, something about like the power, like the that the charisma that comes with it. And you're like, I don't know why. In any other circumstance, you would not be attractive, but suddenly you're attractive. Adam Kroll had a thing about. He said Ron Jeremy, who's a famous porn star said if it wasn't for porn this guy would have to pay people to bang him no and but then everyone's like oh man this guy's like a 10 inch or 12 inch dick or whatever i don't know yeah. what it is but it, and you know people are like well i gotta try that well, but he's, if you it. looked at him if you saw him walking on the street you wouldn't You're be like, like no way there's a stud he looks like a, looks like a fucking he looks like a garbage man <laughs> he, he, he looks like a <laughs> sweaty 70s he garbage looks like man. super mario is he the short one who has like a big belly yeah, yeah, he's never. I don't think he's even when he was in his prime, he still wasn't like in good shape. That one video by the waterfall where he sucks his own dick, he was in good no shape. No way! Oh yeah, I didn't oh know that. Oh my he god, I've never dick. seen yeah, well, that. He gives it a little lick, but uh, <laughs> but even that, could you do that? No, most no. people can't. There's not a, unless I'm near a waterfall. Have you ever eaten well, the magic? The mood is right. A unicorn skips by you. I'm doing this. I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Joe, have it. you Joe, have you ever tried to suck your own dick? No, because I know I'm naturally Come not flexible. On, no, Joe. I really haven't. I think we all have. I, I know I couldn't. I don't. Have 
I ever tr- no? I don't. You ever think had so. a dream? Come on, a, a Joe. dream to suck He's my own tried it. <laughs> no, I haven't. Did you ever try, to, you ever try to lick your own vagina? I, I can barely touch my toes. You think Wayne Gretzky was born a good hockey player? I've never been a very flexible guy. I, when I was younger and, and in good shape, even then I wasn't flexible. Yeah, I, that I was need the only to stretch more. Never, There's a lot of people I'm, in the yoga class. That have you ever taken a yoga class? No, they I'm could do to. it. I, I swear they can do it. Yeah, what? I probably should. It's in now. You, Joe. Now that I'm older, maybe you, you I tried to get, but I was—I honestly was never flexible. I was—I was, I was yeah. used to be fast. When I was a kid, I was really fast for a while, mm-hmm. and then I broke my leg, and I kind of like—I lost that first step. Yeah, because that's what kind of made me fast. I had a really quick first step, and I broke my leg like in a weird way playing high school football. Um, I think I saw one of my buddies in the chat. Um, Chad McDaniel. Chad's there. Oh, Vince Girage. Vince, you're, you're hung like a prize mule. So there's that. Oh, thanks, Vince. Vince Aww. was an old roommate. Has he of mine. seen it? Uh, I think he might have. We were roommates uh, for a little while. Uh, go away, Bay. Get the potato masher and mash it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just—I'm always curious what the comments are. Sometimes, everyone. Yeah, you should stick your foot. Hey, in there. Jeremy Wells from uh, Chicago Trivia. Good to see you, dude. All right, so yeah, no, I've never—I was never flexible, so I don't think I could ever do. But you know what? But I remember seeing Sarah Silverman. Not Sarah Silverman. <laughs> this is hilarious. The movie Finding Silverman or Saving Silverman. Saving Silverman. Yeah. And there's a scene where he's trying to suck his yep. own dick. Yeah, and I saw that. I was like 15 when that came out. It was like 2001. Yeah, I think. that's a, that's an oldie baby. Yeah, but I remember seeing that, thinking, "Oh, I definitely couldn't do that." Yeah, and you if I hadn't seen right that, away. maybe I would have tried out of curiosity. But I knew right away. I'm like, "Oh, yeah. just the." Uh, and I think I saw because you know how Marilyn Manson like took a rib. That's out of also like, why I never bought. Yeah, yeah. That's literally. I'm like, oh, it's it's not achievable. I never thought. But then I, when I was in the yoga class, and these guys are literally their faces are in their crotch. I'm like, there's. I mean. They might be able they, to. Uh, they had. They're right there. They were literally like their face was on their dick, and they were stretching. Any, any male listeners well, <laughs> in the chat right now? If you could suck your own dick, raise your hand. And not or, just uh, they could kind of do it. They could do it well and really? with and comfortably. I didn't ask them, and I. But that's what I was thinking. I. I don't know because it would be weird. Because I even if you could reach, would you it, feel gay? No, no, because it's your own dick. Yeah, you touch. You, you don't feel your dick gay your jerking yourself off. Well, guys feel gay. I feel like doing anything, so I'm just curious. The gayer, the better. The gayer, I don't know why. I, I think, I think if you were able to, you'd be more like, "Holy shit, I could." But you're even saying, Ron Jeremy, you could just lick the tip. He got a good lick in. I can't imagine. I can't imagine there's a man it. out there who could suck his own dick to completion. Yeah. Oh, but if you're Joe, no the way. world is vast. Joe! You're right. There's about seven billion people on the planet. Yeah, that's too loud. And I'm sure there's one Jerome out there who can yeah. get it done. Not just one. I'm telling you, I think it's more than you think. So when you're at They're yoga, you're looking at dudes putting their heads in their own crotches. Oh, that's why you're. I'm doing stuff like that in every workout class. Right, well, let's I slide take. into this because you made a reference to how after porn. Oh. What was your reference again? It, like with the poop, how when you're looking back at the picture of it a week later, you're like, that's disgusting. It's like when you're in porn and after you come, you're like, ugh. Yes. I can't believe they're doing that. That's disgusting. Yeah. That was funny. But the tunnel it, it took you to get there in the moment, you're like, this is completely, this is natural. This is right. This I was talking about this with a couple comics and there was someone brought up. Oh, there's a couple videos of him sucking his own dick. Oh, Jesus. There's a. If we could pull that there's up. There's one, one of the Pornhub, you know, James, you know, on Pornhub, how there's like, you got ones that they always show up like, um, I don't know. They're different, like Naughty America, yeah, a few yeah, of those yeah. other ones, Black Brazzers, Bang Bros, yeah. Brazzers, Bang Bus, a few other ones. You know, um, mm. there's one that's hilarious because I don't know if they know this, 
But at the you'll see the end. Uh-huh. You see the the guy come, the girl, like they're all it's done. Yeah. And then it the screen goes, Oops, you missed the best parts. Click here to see the full thing. And I was Did like, you? Wait, what? No, we saw the best <laughs> yeah. part. What are you talking about? That was it. Who wants to see any more after that? Yeah, after everything. Because what you implied is dead on. Everyone, it's pretty much universal that as soon as you you come, you're like, oh no, this shit <laughs> I think Ed Towns. You guys are weird. Ed Towns said it best when he said, uh, "If you need more than three minutes to watch a porno, you're a psychopath." Oh, I think that I I no, I take longer yeah, than I that because I, I can't commit right away. No, it's like flipping through I channels. flip. I I get annoyed uh, and like I flip. I probably like. Four or five. But once you find the one. Four or five yeah. videos and then you settle. And then you're like, all right. It's like three minutes, I'll though, do it. when you find the one. Not, not watch not it to for be a that, second. Not to be like that creepy guy, but I'm always, because yeah, I talk to dudes enough about this stuff, but rarely do you get a chance to. What's, what's your category? What are you into? Or does it change all the time? Or? I feel like it, like, mixes around. I feel like it, like, starts. I, I've been trying to, I feel like a lot of girls say this, but I don't. Like, like a good story. <laughs> a good story. Like a good story? One, but not like, not, not like a fake one. I like it where it doesn't look fake. I like a good story a too. Good, but a good story to it. Don't I, wanna, like a good story? I, I need an emotion to get me there. I, I don't need an emotion bit, to get me there, but, but I like a little bit of a concept. A little bit of a concept. But then I, I like it when it's when it's not fake looking. I like it like the like spy cameras when you're like, oh my gosh, you went to oh, go voy- get that massage. Stuff. Yeah, oh, and they don't voyeur, know. Huh? I, I it just has to be like like homemade. I don't like I don't like it sure. when I'm like this is I don't like per. I kind of like ugly people. I kind of like like real fat people. guys, real people, yeah. like a like a fat belly. Oh, amateur, it's called. Yeah, <laughs> good jiggly. This is belly. weird because we're talking about people how they need to lose weight. And you're like, <laughs> no, like, you're nah, just fine. You're just fine the way you are. Keep doing. Don't that. lose that gut. I need that gut <laughs> to get need, off. I need the gut. They're slapping their bellies, <laughs> giving them purple nurples, calling them freaks. That's what I like. <laughs> Hold on, I got. I got ugly. Gotta, I try not to check the comments too much because then you get distracted yeah. from what we're talking about. I can about. do it for you. If you, uh, if you could, but I got to give Vince Giraz a shout out on this what one. By the way, Vince is like one of the funniest movies I've ever met. I went to high school with him. He uh, wrote, if I could suck my own dick, I would have never gotten married. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fucking good right there. Um, well, you can give yourself a hand job. You're not going to want to give yourself a blowjob forever. You'd get sick of it. Yeah, right? you'd get yeah. sick would of you? it. Would you? sick of anything. <laughs> I think you would. You'd be mad at yourself. You'd be like, mix it up a little bit. I'm not like, sick. Of, that's it. a good point, though. Actually, James makes a good point because I'm not sick of giving myself a hand yeah. job. But you don't want to do that. I would still rather a female hand female around my dick it. because it's a softer, nicer hand. So would you do? What if you were? What if you? What if I were with a guy and he was? I was giving him a blowjob and then he was like, "You want to know what? I'll just, I'll just do it." And he just sucked his own dick. <laughs> Like he's tapping himself in from yeah, the bullpen. He's, like, he's calling himself in. You look tired. His mouth has got this. You, you know. He stands up. <laughs> you had a long day, Rebecca. You had a long day. Yeah. I got this. You want to do that to yourself? Can you Can you do that? Oh, my I'll God. Teach you. I'll teach you. Like Have you ever been getting oral so bad that you're like, how the hell do I tell him to stop? Yeah. Do you fake it then? Or yeah, what you do? yeah. I do. I do. And I'm, I'm trying not to. But yeah, I... I fake it. I don't understand the fake. Or I'll just be, or I'll just say something about like. Don't you just like? I I know what's wrong to fake. I know I shouldn't do it. Yeah. And I've been trying to be like a confident, powerful woman and be like, listen, you're not doing it, or or do something else. This has come up before, and I I know I've heard female friends of mine say they'll just try to switch positions or just be like, all right, that's what I'll say. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do that. It's over. The guy's got to know he's doing a bad job. Yeah. Do you, ever, do you ever direct them though? Yeah, and then I, sometimes I don't understand I, women who won't direct. Give them a little direction because vaginas are all different. We like, do need more female I directors. Do, I do, there. I do, I do direct. Do. But sometimes, I mean, if you're not a star, you're not a star. You can give them all <laughs> the direction they can have. 
You don't got it. You don't got it. Yeah, you know. Some, you some know? people should some, be extra. Some people should be extra. Some people should you're, just be in the background. You're out. Get in the closet. You're watching this now. Damn. <laughs> but that's it's, it. You seem like you'd be pretty ruthless. No, really? No, I give up. I, I, I guess I, I you guess know, if you're I this don't. Sweet, ever, ever since I've known you, I'm like, oh, I think Rebecca's real sweet. And all I am. That. I am sweet. Yeah. But then I feel like there's a side of you that's just gonna be like, dude, that was bad. That was, that was really bad. Don't call me ever again. <laughs> yeah. You're done. I think if I don't like you, I, see. I think if I like you, I'll give you a chance, and that that's when I, the faking comes out, and then I'm like, but you can't live with that for forever. Then I, yeah, you. I also think it's a bad precedent to fake because what if yeah. you still fall in love with the guy, and then, and it's then that way, what are you just going to fake forever, forever then? Or because or then you'll start to be like, hey, try it this way, and he'll think. Oh, but I I've thought been, you liked it. I've been kicking ass for three years doing it this way. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, don't trap yourself. And then I, they feel like they got, yeah, they feel like they, the yeah. guy will feel like, well, that wasn't. And then they'll like make a comment afterwards, like, yeah, you like that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> but it's my fault. It's not his fault. I mean, I am an actor. I'm, I'm killing it in that one, I guess. <laughs> Just <laughs> put that on your reel. <laughs> yeah, I, I faked so many orgasms, <laughs> but I, I am this. I've been trying to consciously not do it. Because, well, sometimes you feel bad because, like, I know you're trying, you know? And then how do you tell somebody, like, I know you're trying so hard. How do you tell someone they didn't get the part? You're, you're not. Yeah, I'm sorry, but we're going a different direction <laughs> with this. We're going to try other James, stuff. what was the other note I had you take for us to, to bounce off of? I think we covered the porn talk. Um, now, porn is always interesting to me because. <laughs> do you have a segment every week? No, I don't really do segments. Because yeah. at a bar, you don't say, hey, I'm going to yeah. meet at the bar. Gonna, we're going to talk about these we're things. Do the porn talk I do have a couple little things I've been trying to do. Like, I asked Chelsea Hood last week if you were to get drunk with anyone, uh, living or dead, it has to be a famous person. Mm-hmm. You can't be like my great aunt. Who would it be? So, I'll give you a couple seconds to think that one through. I already know it. Hers, you already know it? Yep. Oh, forget it. I was going to say she did Shakespeare like a nerd. Oh. <laughs> Chelsea. Right, Chelsea, you nerd. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What, well, who do you got? Um, I'm going Kobe Bryant, hands down. I've loved him. I've loved him my entire life, and I would. I've thought. I've thought about this for forever. I would obviously play it cool. I feel like we'd play like like a game of horse. I've always thought that we'd play like not like obviously one on one because. <laughs> But we'd be drunk, what, like, you know, getting a drink, and then I'd be like, hey, you want to play a little bit? And he's like, all right. Obviously not one-on-one because he's going to win, but a horse, I feel well, like. a horse, you have a chance. Yeah. Huge chance. If you could do some weird stuff. Yeah. Did you play basketball growing up? Yeah. I played in high school, and he played in community college. I hold the the record at UW-Rock County for the most rebounds in a game. 20, well, no. 29. 29 rebounds. Holy one shit. Game. Damn. They were all my own offensive. Cleaning up the, gla- <laughs> cleaning up the glass. Nice. I know. But, yeah, I've always I've always loved him. Because you're just favorite basketball player. Yeah, he's my favorite basketball player. Guy, yeah, right, he I is guess? a good. Yeah. People say he's not, but I feel like he's very good. He's so creative. And I was right there. The he whole the rape scandal. Crazy. I was. I was like the you no. I was like no way, no way. He's got a good business sense. I heard him on um, a couple different interviews. Oh like, yeah, oh, he, he, yeah, he spits smart. knowledge. He's been smart. And he's he speaks just Italian and French. I think. Yeah. What? Yeah, he speaks yeah, like Spanish. multiple languages. He only speaks to Powell. Uh, his father was in the military. In Spanish. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think his father was in the military and stationed around a bunch of different places. Yep. So I think he picked up languages oh, through yeah. that. He yeah. lived uh, when he was in Spain. That's all he would just get videos sent back to him from the states from his aunt and uncle, and that's how he learned how to play. He would just watch the videos while he was in he was Spain. Just copying Jordan back then too. Yeah. Well. By the way, Michael Jordan, everyone turned uh, 56 yesterday. I think it was his 56th birthday. Uh, So happy birthday, Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player of all time. Still a hero of mine. Okay. Absolutely (laughs) love the guy. Kobe just had a baby. and Jordan had a baby a couple of years ago. Really? 
How old do you think they're going to be when they have their last baby? doesn't matter. You got that kind of juice. I know. Stars. I was joking joking around with my cousins because LeBron James' son is like a legit prospect. He will play in the NBA, LeBron Mm -hmm. James' oldest Yeah, I watched the videos he posted on Thursday. He's he's real. And we were both laughing about like, damn, man, how much does it piss you off that Jordan's first wife, Juanita, was just such a shit athlete? (laughs) Because she had to have been, <laughs> yeah. Because you, you know, because his kids were able to play Division One ball, like they, they, you know, it was off a of merit. They mm-hmm. earned it. They were great yeah. high school players that played D one ball, but no one thought they'd make the NBA. They're like, yeah. these are good, solid D one prospects. They? No, neither of them did. Oh. Jeffrey Jordan played at University of Illinois, where in his last season was probably getting about eight to ten points a game. Mm-hmm. Which you know, they played a Big Ten yeah. school. Any regular person would be like, holy shit, that's yeah. awesome. That buddy of mine played at U, mm-hmm. U of I. He was on ESPN two last night. That'd yeah. be cool. But you're Jordan's son. But was Jordan putting in? I feel like LeBron's putting in the time with his kids to become that. Do you think Jordan put in time I with hope, the kids? I think he did. I think he in did. that regard. Yeah. Look, Michael Jordan personally. Obviously, people found out later, like, oh yeah, he was banging all sorts yeah. of different women on the road. Which was that a shock? And is is shock? LeBron the greatest basketball player so. of all time? LeBron, I don't think is. I think LeBron. Um, look, I think Jordan's the better basketball player, but LeBron James is a much better, oh, human best being. better person. And I've always much hated him, being. and I feel the past few years, I'm like, I don't know why that was. I mean, that's a low bar. Jordan's not a good guy. But you know yeah. what? Though here's the thing. And Jordan's, I have Michael Jordan come fly with me, which was like this first. Like they used to do like specials on athletes back then. It came mm-hmm. out like 1989 before they won titles. I had it on VHS back in the day, and he was very charitable yeah. in his first few years. Then, he t- then there was a separate interview that came out after that movie where he talked about how it was just impossible mm-hmm. for him to go out in public to do all this stuff. He still had like a Michael Jordan Foundation, Ronald McDonald thing that mm-hmm. he still donated a lot of money to. But as far as public appearances, signing autographs, being like cool like that, he just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. It just became Do you just think it was Chicago? Much. Do you think it's where he lived? Do you think he was, it was like too much? It was being the greatest athlete on the fucking planet. Yeah. Like that, that's where people don't really realize just how much larger than life he was. Mm-hmm. He overcame the hype in a weird way. That's, that was the best way to describe Jordan because the NBA at the time was, I mean, right now it's super popular, of course, but this was like the pre-internet age. Mm-hmm. So things kind of meant more for whatever reason. Yeah. Like the NBA uh, on NBC, it was yeah. every Sunday was the game of the week. It was like, people were pumped. Uh-huh. I remember it was, like, it was Tuesday and you'd see commercials for like this Sunday, Jordan Whoa. and the Bulls versus Barkley and the Suns, mm-hmm. 3 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m., you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and they were gods and not men. I feel like with Instagram, like I know everything about your life. And back then, you're like, oh, like you're in, you're not even among us. Yeah, you're so like mis- mystery. A mis- yeah, I'm yeah. mystic. This documentary that's coming out next year on ESPN is gonna be a ten part, like thirty for thirty style documentary on of, Jordan about the Bulls finals. Uh, oh uh, championship. shit! Oh. There's already a commercial for it, and it's like it gives you goosebumps because it's. Dude, like, I was gonna shit. say, did you cry? Did it you was freak a out? Mops. I didn't. I, 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 got, I, I got goosebumps talking his, about right he now. He sucked his own dick tonight. Michael Jordan probably could Insane. suck his own dick. Michael Jordan could do whatever he wanted to because he practiced. Well, you're sucking yeah. his dick enough for him already. <laughs> I would. Good one, James. He's amazing. Yeah. He, but the thing was, there was so everyone talks about like, oh, now the social media, everything like that. Then it was almost more insane mm-hmm. because now things are diluted in a weird way. They were like the Beatles. They were yeah. showing them getting off planes and just mob scenes. I don't see that now. I haven't no. seen footage of, uh, you know, someone big getting off. Maybe Beyonce yeah. gets it, but I haven't seen Kylie footage. gets it. Kylie Jenner gets it. It's just sad because she has no yeah. fucking talent. Uh-huh. Kylie Jenner, like, I, I guess she's a Have good business woman. Have you ever tried woman, to mix like, your own lip kit? Uh. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> And she's the one with the fake full lips. Oh, she took them out, yeah, because it's a new year, new her. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> New year older. New year older. New year. I'm surprised she didn't sell the lips her. to some perv. <laughs> I'm sure she probably The guy did. could blow himself she's, with those yeah, lips. She's got the filler. Oh. I would suck my own dick with someone else's lips. With someone else's lips. That's like a Ted Bundy. <laughs> Is that what Ted Bundy's Sentence. doing? Well, you hear a lot. People keep talking a lot about how serial killers are really good looking. I think just. Not, I, think not just I guess just I him. Jeffrey Dahmer wasn't good I looking. Have, I have. John Wayne Gacy looked terrible. Yeah, I guess yeah. just Bundy was the only good looking but one. I think he was the only good looking one. But somebody was saying there, like, it's so gross how we, like, idolize them. We should be talking. Somebody posted something saying we should be talking about the victims. We should be talking about the lives of the victims. I'm like, well, that's not interesting. Who cares Nobody, about 30 people were dumb yeah, enough to get killed who, by one guy? Who were dumb that. that <laughs> It was me. You're gonna walk alone at night. Yeah, come on. You you're, you heard a killer was on the loose. Have you not seen Nightmare on Elm Street? Or that was a bad one because it was in your dreams. Have you not seen Friday the Thirteenth? Actually, I think I have seen that. But yeah. it's I mean, as as gross and crazy as they are, they have interesting minds. No one wants to no, hear about Jennifer. But like, oh, she went to yeah. uh, she went she to worked at Walmart and lost her keys in a parking <laughs> yeah. lot. And then you know we never we're saw doing her an again. hour special on her. No yeah, I mean, look, that. obviously we don't condone it. We I don't, don't hate it, but you want to get you want to peek into the into the mind of a devil a little bit because there is a yeah. That's the one thing people get you know they misconstrued on is the fact that. Yes, I think the media definitely overdoes it, though. Yeah. They should definitely scale back, especially with these school shooter kids. Definitely mm-hmm. scale it back and all that. And, and But you do need, as a society, you need to investigate these things as a yeah. way to try to prevent them going forward. I talked about that psychopath test book yep. by John Ronson a few podcasts ago. And I'll, I'll reiterate again, because if you're listening for the first time, it's a cool book to check out, where there was a Canadian psychologist who was doing these electroshock therapy tests. And they would count down from 10 to, to 1 to you know, 10, 9, and at 0, you're going to get mm-hmm. shocked. And they were connected to brain waves. And every regular person, as soon as you get the three, two, one, they're brave waves because they're getting scared. Like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get shocked. This is going to uh-huh. suck, even though he just shocked me. I know it's going to suck. The people who we determined were sociopaths, same as psychopath, essentially. I guess psychopath is a sociopath who's yeah. violent. And uh, their brain waves didn't react. Really? They kept 10, 9, and same, and then they get shocked. And then they would say, all right, we're going to do it again. 10, 9, and no and change. Nothing. And that, that's how he determined that you, they couldn't be rehabilitated. Because these people are the way in their brain, you can't cure them from this. Because uh-huh. there was another um, hospital, I think in like New Hampshire, maybe it doesn't matter where, where they believed they could. Uh-huh. They released a guy, and he ended up killing someone again. Yeah. And when they asked him why he did it, he said, "I wanted to remember what it was like." And that's literally that's it. That's it's yeah. Like, that like was it. like the hypothesis from the electric uh-huh. shock that these people just don't hit their brain, like you know, they yeah. don't. They don't feel. There's yeah. no empathy with these mm-hmm. people. Like with Dexter, the TV show Dexter, when he had yeah, the kid, he, he was like, none. am I going to hold a kid and feel anything? I don't feel things. So uh-huh. he just knew. And his dad, in the show Dexter, spoiler alert, everybody, yeah. was smart enough to know, oh, I got a little sociopath in my hand because he yeah. found him like killing a cat and laughing uh-huh. about it going, Jesus, this kid's fucked. Uh-oh. So instead, he just he tried like to recondition. Yeah. yeah I, and he made him a serial killer that killed other killers. Uh-huh. He Which goes, at least genius. there's a positive from yeah. that because he gets that rush yeah. of killing that he mm-hmm. needs because he's a fucked up person. Yeah. But at least he's killing bad people. Mm-hmm. Taking them out. Yeah, I've been thinking about concept of a show. The last season sucked. I haven't seen the last two seasons. I'm too, and and I've been. I was watching it with my friend, and then when I moved here, we were like, "Oh, we're gonna watch it together." And then so I just have never seen the last two. But I heard it went downhill. It it it, it didn't go. Here's what it was. It didn't feel like a last season. Uh You know, a final season of a show. They announced this is the final season, and it ramps up to this big thing, and you're like, "Holy shit!" 
the first eight episodes were like, this is like every other season. Every season. There's nothing different. Then the last two episodes, they tried to ram into a bunch of crazy shit in the final two episodes. Mm-hmm. And then it's just kind of like, oh, that sucked. I, yeah. At the end of it, I didn't feel like. Maybe, didn't feel anything. Every now and then there would be some. I hate the people who were like, well, that was the point. <laughs> well, well, the that, point was to do that. Well, the point was called, for it to suck. It's is called that what you're me? art. Ever heard of it? I've been thinking about that a lot <laughs> lately. Like, because I feel like I'm a good person. I feel like I always am trying to like be like good for myself and be like good for other people and i always think that other people are like that but then i'm like but some people genuinely aren't like do you f- we all in this room maybe feel like like for the most part like we want good i want good for myself i want good for like other people and like it's weird to think that some people genuinely don't have that in their head that that's not how they think i that's that's what's scary yeah and it's there's evidence to whenever every, every you know every couple of weeks a year not even a couple of weeks but it feels because of the internet that's that's part of the problem though like we've talked about this a few times um on the podcast where we're so connected that we think things are the worst they've ever been when mm-hmm. it, all the statistics show the opposite yeah we've been been this way you know like the the least amount of civilians have been killed by police the last few years and yeah. war and, and the war. opposite yeah, the least amount of cops yeah. disease, the Holocaust, these are, these slavery. Good, yeah, yeah war disease all this yeah. stuff are good things that we should be celebrating but yeah. instead we're dwelling on them yeah but there's still um, bad guys in every no, that's yeah. what i think too there's still like in every i keep thinking oh people don't really think that way but no it's like if you look back they do think that way the whole the whole way everyone like People really do. I think people want to believe that whatever time they live in is some is sort of worst. insane. Well, you need a you need a struggle because you don't you can't feel alive without some kind of struggle. Be it, it struggle is relative. Yeah, you know it, it. It's it's hard to empathize with people you can't relate to. Yeah, like from a I guess a group level anyway. So well, that's like, why it's cool to meet different people because then you. Everyone I yeah, know. Yeah, then you broaden your horizons. Yeah. You broaden, yeah, and then you kind of get it like. Uh, have you read Stephen Pinker's book, Enlightenment Now? No. no. So, Enlightenment Now, it's ba- Stephen Pinker is this uh, social psychologist, and he's a cognitive psychologist, rather, and he broke down like all these studies about how like war and, and crime and like deaths in, in general have gone down over the years. And like the media uh, has gone the opposite way and reported uh, negative things seven times more. Uh, trending upwards than since I think like the seventies. Oh, wow. I heard it, it even bigger number on uh, Theo Vaughn. It was a buddy of mine. He's got a great podcast. I don't even need to play. I this like podcast. His, his, his podcast Instagram, gets a million downloads a week. His Instagram is the funniest. thing. No, he's a good dude. I think he's he a is great so dude. Funny. He gives back to. I like that guy a lot. He's yeah. awesome. He was Listen the first person, I, the first comic I ever saw on State Street. That was first, really cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm laughing because I'm like, you, you don't need to plug a podcast. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's huge. so huge. He's, he's, he's so funny you know, to me. Guess here to this Mark Marin guy. He's doing well. But uh, yeah, or Barstool Sports, you guys know them, they're <laughs> killing it. Uh, so on his podcast, he had Jordan Peterson on, who I know is controversial. Yeah. Controversial. I, can't, I think I messed up that word a little bit. He uh, is polarizing. He, they were talking about where Theo was saying, like, you know, I travel around, I, th- I see people being good to each other, but I definitely feel like on the internet, especially like Twitter, everyone has this, can you believe this? And everything's terrible and like, yeah. life's so hard. And, and this is the worst. And 2018 sucked. 2017. Everyone blames the year, which is so so weird because it's not the calendar's fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Jordan Peterson and Theo, I don't know who brought it up, but they quoted statistics that crime is like 25% less than it was 25 years ago. It's at an all-time low, bucko. Yeah, it's something like way low. It's like, yeah, no, I it's, didn't know that. No, here's the number. It's 50% less than what it was 25 years ago. Okay. But, it's re- but violent crime is reported on the news 25 times more than it was or yeah. 50 times more than it was 25 years ago. Wow. Yeah. It's like a reverse thing. 
And I realized, and I had that conspiracy theory that I made up on all on my own. Seriously, I didn't hear anyone else. I'm sure there's someone That's else who's so put this proud. out there, but I put it out there on myself a few podcasts ago. I'll do it again. That I think they want you to stay at home. They're trying to scare the shit out of you into oh, keeping you yeah. indoors because then you're watching TV and you're consuming. Uh, and then Amazon came along. I don't even have to leave the house. Yeah. I can get all the shit that they're advertising at commercials. So they're telling me I need this new thing. Get the uh-huh. new fucking this. And if you don't have the new this, you're a piece it's of shit right loser. There. And it's like, oh, cool. I can just click, click. And it comes to me. I don't have to go anywhere now. Uh-huh. It's the I'm complacency effect. Yeah. Right? And that's what they're doing. Because I, I, I was talking to someone going like, oh, well, dude, you can't even have your kid. Because I was saying that I like where I live a lot, but I wish I was a little bit closer to a grade school. Yeah. That way, you know, my kid could walk to school. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, you can't have kids walk to school. I'm like, well, obviously, we're not when he's seven, yeah. but like, you know, when well, he's, he's like 10, 10 or something. And they're like, 10 year olds don't walk themselves to school anymore. Uh-huh. And I was like, why? Yeah. And they go, do you not watch the news? I go, no, I do, I, but I know that I'm not, I don't, I don't just blindly take shit that comes to me. Yeah. I grew up in the 90s in Chicago. The murder rate was way higher. Mm-hmm. There was the regular violent crime rate, the stuff getting broken into and all that stuff was yeah. higher. Now, I think that, like, and the thing about Chicago that's funny is it's four war zone neighborhoods. I mean, it's not funny, but to me, in a sense, it's, I meet people from, I had a comedian friend of mine come from um, LA. I'll name her. She's funny. You guys check her out. Kelsey Cook. Oh. uh, She's been on uh, Fallon recently, I think. Uh, She was in town and she hit me up saying, hey, I'm staying at the W Hotel and, you know, I want to go over here. Is it safe? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. you're fine. (laughs) You're going to be great. (laughs) You're going to Water Tower. You'll be all right. Like. If yeah. You're going to Water Tower at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. You're going to do it. You're going to be fine. I don't know what all neighborhoods. Like, I know South Side and I know West Side. Like, don't go too far into both yeah, of those. Yes, so there's a couple neighbors on the West Side, know, a couple neighbors on the South Side. That but I don't know neighborhood wise. Like, oh, don't go to Avondale. Like, I don't know that. Yeah, Avondale's pretty good. But, like, any, any major city is going to have some crime, yeah, though. Yeah. Every now and then I'll have a and friend post going. Huge. Yeah, and well, look, it sucks. Uh, yeah. you know, no, I mean, our city's big. Like, ever, big. New York is New York is. So big. people listening big. around the country, whatever big city you're in, you get this. Yeah. People who aren't, I understand that, and I understand there's fears, and people don't want the hassle. I get that. No, what, no matter what you do, I think whatever, do what's right for you. Don't yeah. let other people weigh your decision. Mm-hmm. If you think I want to go live the small town life, go live it. Don't let yeah. city people be like, "Well, that's fucking dumb." Yeah. Fuck them. Do what. Do what you want to do. You, right? Yeah, absolutely. But I will laugh every now and then when someone's like, oh, someone broke in my car. This city's going to shit. I'm like, no, that happens no, everywhere. It happens everywhere. You left that's, your backpack. That happened to me. I'm like, I left my backpack in my car. I'm, I'm an idiot. You live in a city. Yeah. You live in a, a, a big place. Yeah. There's going to be some petty theft here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, like I yeah. dropped $25 out of my pocket a couple weeks ago and I went upstairs and I'm like, why am I even bothering? If anyone yes. saw it, it's theirs now. It's I fucked theirs. up. It slipped out. And oh, well. But I kind of I kind of like that. I kind of like that since I moved here. I'm like, yeah, I feel like it kind of makes you... Keeps you kinda, on your toes. Keeps you on your toes. Kind of makes you a little bit hard, a little, little street smart. Because well, like there's that. conveniences of yeah. living in a city, and then there's some stuff that makes it a little inconvenient. Yeah. And you know, you get three million people in a small land area, essentially. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, but it's nice that issues. you can go out without your. I don't know if you can, but I feel, I feel like I can go out and look like shit, and nobody knows me. Like I, had to, I sometimes on the weekends I don't wear like a bra or like the, I'm like I don't See, run I lo- into anybody. On the northwest side of Chicago where I live, I, know. I know so many people. Like, I would still go out and like shit because I don't yeah. care. But it's uh-huh. funny because I've had it where I'll walk my dog. And once a week, I'll be walking my dog. And someone will text me going, 
hey, I saw some piece of shit walking his dog oh. on you know, this street. And I'm like, yeah. All right, that was me. Or I'll be walking, someone will beep their horn and you know, say something mean out the window. Yeah. And like, that's <laughs> something why I, I like, can't repeat. That's why I like Bridgeport because I feel like no no comics live in Bridgeport. I don't know. I, I think Bridgeport's a pretty cool um, part I like of town. I, you know, I mentioned that my dad worked for the park district. It was in neighbors like Bridgeport and Canaryville mm-hmm. for a little while. Yeah, and so I, I know those parks real well because from the age of, you know, my parents divorced when I was like five and my dad would take me to work with him. Mm-hmm. My sister and I to like save money on a babysitter. It was great because... You go to the one by the White Sox Stadium? You yeah, Armour Square. He retired from Armour Square yeah. actually, but it was also by um, Donovan Park. He was over okay. there. Um, Wilson, which is like Wilson Playground. There's a okay. Wilson Park up on the north side, but this is Wilson named after... I think the one on the north side is named after the president and the one on the south side is named after like some guy like Ed mm-hmm. Wilson or some bullshit. Who knows? And uh, yeah, so I just said don't do local references. I'm naming parks in one neighborhood. Chicago's the only place because Wisconsin doesn't have that where everything is so... And now that I I nanny, so like I like go to the park district stuff all the time. I didn't realize what... How many classes they teach and how many activities i'm like i didn't know it was a thing when like, they're like community centers yeah, yeah people don't take advantage of them as much oh, we do. i need to start now that i have a kid because i remember i grew yeah, up put them in those dance he's the I perfect age for it i still yeah. have i have this blackhawks thing i made out of wood with uh-huh. the blackhawks logo that like carved out of wood and then like it, you yeah. know, painted it the blackhawks colors i had this uh, bulls logo that I, I learned in woodcraft i learned how to swim at the park mm-hmm. i uh Played little league, bas- yeah. park district basketball. It was awesome. They I lived around the blast. block, so I loved it. You should but, take him to those dance classes they have. It's perfect for the two year olds. He would have that. They can do that little. I could just teach him how to dance at home. He's got, no, he's got an instructor got he lives with. No, you're not an instructor. You, you're you you are part of the class. No, you should see me dance. I'm you something. Do By the way, do I don't want to be part of those cheesy dad. No, I don't want to be part of those cheesy father son videos you see on Facebook where it's like 12 of the nerdiest, douchiest dads you've ever seen. And their little kid, and then there's always the and it's with some woman being like, "Isn't he, aren't these sweethearts?" And every guy's like, "No, they're fucking dorks." <laughs> they're so okay, stupid. you could be a great dad without subjecting yourself to humiliation. So dumb. Because you do look dumb in those. Classes. They look so oh, stupid. They look, look so stupid. They're like, <laughs> the dumbest. Well, and the thing is, the kids then, don't want to dance, so you're making no, them dance. They're the, like, the come, kid, like, "Come on, come on!" You're moving their hands. It's a weird moment for a child to look up at their father, going, "You, I had you're my guy, huh? So I got I got you. You're yeah, you're the yeah. one for me." Do you feel that? Damn. Do you feel that yet? No, my kid's awesome and I'm awesome, so we get along yeah. great. <laughs> so you're like, this no, he's cool as hell. Like he's he's got. I get in really into stuff through him. Yeah. Um, like I saw Toy Story one when it came out because I was like 11 when yeah. that came out, like 95 I think or 10, and uh, and I li- I liked it. It was a good. It was a good. Movie. It was Toy Story, and then I didn't see the sequels, Toy, Toy Story two or three, and then he someone gave him a Buzz Lightyear toy and he kind of was like, oh, whatever. Yeah. He didn't really, wasn't into it. And I'm like, oh, we got to show him the movie and then he'll get into it. Uh-huh. So then I got like, for Christmas, I got Toy Story 1 and 2 on DVD because mm-hmm. I found like a two-pack of it somewhere and he was like obsessed with it. You and then I it? got into it again because I'm like, these are You're awesome. Like, no, I like and then it. he had his birthday party over the weekend and we did Toy Story themed. Oh. Got the third one. I bought that on like mm-hmm. uh, Amazon Prime. So I, wa- I we watched like every other day. That one will get you. I think the Toy Stories 1, 2, and 3, yeah. second best trilogy the, next to the Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. That one? So good. Yeah, That's the so good. Oh, the good. That, the poor little that old stuffed animal. That one scene, it gets the tears going. Oh, man. <laughs> like, oh, here we go. So, yeah, I've <laughs> gotten go. into all these movies. Coco, does he watch? My niece, that's her thing. She He's wakes not that up, into Coco. We've watched Coco. Coco. I cried yeah. at the end of Coco. He yeah. likes um. Oh, I cried he likes at the cars. end of it, too. Cars 3, though, because Cars yeah. 3 is on Netflix, but I haven't seen the first two cars. I've only seen the first car. Cars 3. I want to get the Cars 3 soundtrack, because there's some bangers on that movie. There's soundtrack of those coco I, I like the moana one i'll still play it. if it comes on and my pandora shuffle i'm i'm still i'm listening to oh, it I, dude when she fucking when she gives the heart back oh my god i cry uh, every oh. time i, I see that you know i have not seen moana. dude watch moana well, oh, you just fucking ruined it for me dude 
You just told me she gave a heart back, so now I know what's going on. You don't know what that means? Yeah, you have no fucking idea, Joseph. All right, should we get to these questions? Yes. We're going to keep the podcast a little tight this week because James and I got some album editing to do. Keep it it tight. And Rebecca, you've been fucking hilarious. Thank you so much. Thank you. While I get these questions ready, you want to tell them where they can find you on social media? Um, At Rebecca Gibson, spelled biblically, R-E-B-E-K-A-H, on everything. Instagram. Okay, so here's what I'm doing. I used to do this for a, a minute there, like in the, the podcast in the teens, like episodes 13 through 18 or something, yeah. where I would ask three stupid questions. Because, you know, when you're drinking mm-hmm. at a bar, you'll sometimes say, would you do yeah. this for a million dollars and all that kind of nonsense. I'm a car ride. I like I, to ask that. Do you drink your – have you ch- tasted your comments? That's what I like. That's my, <laughs> that's my car ride question when I'm with comments. No comment on this one for that's, that question. That's a yes, um, James. <laughs> I mean, I have tried to suck my own dick. Yeah, so. So it's, accidentally, that's accidentally, I got a little. Accidentally, when I was sucking my own dick. <laughs> oh, I got, I got a. Shit happens. I was having one of those good days, you know. Yeah, I, right. I was eating right. I exercised, and it was a little too much. Um, Misfire. Yeah. So what we're gonna do right now is Rebecca. I'm mixing up these pieces of paper. James wrote three questions. I wrote three questions. They got some range to them. Now, Rebecca, you're gonna pick. Okay. You're gonna close your eyes and pick, and whichever okay. one you get one pass. You get okay. one where you're like, I can't answer this. Okay. One. Fine. But then the next one you have to. This and is eventually like I'm going to do, I don't have hard liquor on me, but I'm eventually going to do it where I'm going to do like a game of truth or shot. Oh, I love that. Instead of truth or dare, truth or shot. Because you're going to do a dare over yeah. a podcast. Yeah. I'm going to make someone Maybe run down Maybe stick my finger in the candle yeah. if I don't do it. No, I don't want you to burn your finger. Or okay. you've done that before. You're into it because you clearly weren't. All right. Close Whoa. the eyes. Close the eyes. All right. Go ahead. This is like Andy Cohen, plead the fifth. That's a James question, damn it. Uh, the question might be on the other side. Gar- <laughs> I was like, garbage. I read the question out loud, oh, and then you could okay. decide whether or not you want to answer Would it. you rather poop out of your mouth for the rest of your life, but you have any superpower or have 21 fingers on one hand and a stump on the other? You can only exit? And you can only eat. Oh, and I can only eat. Garbage. Oh, flip like it over. And I can only eat garbage. Let's, okay. Sorry. Well, I would uh, I would poop out of my mouth for forever and then have any superpower I want because then I would really, then it then it wouldn't matter. Your superpower could be fresh breath. My, yeah. Oh. You know, poop. I, that's you not know a what? superpower. That's not that's a superpower, a, and that's a dumb waste. I would if you could <laughs> have. It's a waste of a superpower because <laughs> if you have any superpower, you can make somebody. Like love you even with your poopy breath because they have no choice. That's not a well, superpower. You, you don't get Make the pick. Someone loves you. Any, you said any superpower I want. That's not a superpower. That's a wish. Mind control. Super, mind control. I, my You're superpower Jean Grey. is mind you don't think control. Jean, Jean Grey can make anyone love her. Yeah. Sexy redhead too, but like Jean Grey can make is anyone love. Is that real love? Xavier can make anyone love. Well, real quick though, if you poop, if you were forced to poop out of your mouth, but you had a superpower, you would have to have a cool enough superpower or a mental or, or a yeah, telepathic superpower. But you still have to taste your poop. But you're gonna get, get used, used to, to that yeah, after to about that. ten days. Yeah. You want you want twenty one <laughs> fingers <laughs> on one hand and you'd, a stump you'd be good at finger and some stats, and no though. superpower. <laughs> you're not you're not getting any. No one's loving you then. It's yeah, either it's forced love or no love. I'm taking forced love. All right, fair. That's fair. Okay. Oh, you're gonna answer another one? Oh, I thought this was like a rapid. Well, you answered it. No, you don't oh, have no, to. No. We'll answer one more. Why not? That was pretty quick, actually. That was quick. Okay. How did you lose your virginity? Oh, that was a good question. I lo- I lost my virginity um, to somebody that I still sleep with pretty regularly uh, when I was nineteen. Um, in oh, yeah, my nineteen club, nineteen club when I was and it was I was like in love with him. He was a drug dealer, and I was like, well, I guess I'm a drug dealer's wife now. That's how I felt about it. And he was like, he told me I was like, this is it. I'm in love. And he was like, hey, the next guy who does this, make sure he uses a condom too. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> for sure. And that's the end of it. You say you still bang him though? Yeah, I'm obsessed with him. I'm obsessed with him for probably for forever. Will he be listening to this podcast? Probably not. But maybe if if you are, if you're listening, if out you're there, listening to this, I want you to look into my eyes because I'm looking at the camera for this one. If you're listening out there, where is he? Is he from your town in Wisconsin? Oh yeah. If you're listening no out there, um, Jed, uh, <laughs> a good Wisconsin name. If you're listening, Jed. This is a great. This is a great woman right here. Aww. Okay, and and you could look past her pooping out of her mouth. Okay, you could well, look he past has that. to. He has to. He right? has to. She doesn't fake with you. No. 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 no not one fake. There you go. So he still lives in Wisconsin? Yeah. Still lives in Wisconsin. He's like, if I go, if I'm like, if I have to go to Rockford, I'm like, hey. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> And he's down? He's down every time? Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah, good for you. Fun. Yeah, it's a good time. That's a good, that's yeah. a good move. I'll, I'll probably be 90 and be like, hey, 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 it's me again. But how come you two never got together? He feels like you're better as friends? I don't think he wants it. I don't think. Well, I he think clearly wants it, though. Yeah, he wants it. But he doesn't want yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I didn't make him buy the cow and he's getting the milk for free and so... Do you really believe in that expression? I don't know. Because I think you got, I don't know, I think. I mean, a lot of people are giving milk out these a days. A lot so. of people yeah. are giving milk who, out. Who out there is still saving it for marriage? That's weird to a me. A lot of people I know. Dorks. Dorks. You I know, know a, lot a lot of dorks. Yeah, it's, it's I'm uh, almost slut. See, that's a society. cultural thing where in yeah. small towns, I think it's more of a small town yeah. thing. No offense, small town folk. Uh but even I don't know if that's that's I'm sure there's people who live in cities who do shit like that too. I just think, and again, I'm not knocking how people want to do stuff, but to me it sounds crazy. The same was not living with the person before you marry them. Mm-hmm. There are some people who are like, no, yeah. I, but, but you pretend like you marriage. aren't sleeping together, right? Or no? You pretend like you're not sleeping together. Then don't most people who get married and they don't live together they pretend like they're not or no? Well, I know people who have lived together and yeah. they go, well, our parents don't know we live together, but yeah. we live together. Which yeah. is just like so dumb. That's died out though. Up. I think. I think yeah. most. No, it I, has not. Here, everyone I know back home, that's that's the way it is. They're living together, Ev- but their parents don't know they're living together. Yeah, or they're not living together. How old are you? I'm 27. Well, everyone I know that's is married. Fucking- yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, hey, different strokes, I guess. Yeah, yeah it works. Yeah, it's a different it world. Works. It's thing. a different world. So I think nowadays, I think we're gonna see the divorce. I think the divorce rate I heard is already starting to fall. Yeah, um, it's not as. High oh yeah, as it people was. aren't breaking up as much anymore. I think it's starting to go down. Because they're years, living actually. together before. Well, because people are living together beforehand, they're sleeping together beforehand. People yeah, they know getting, each other. Also, better. people are getting married later in life. Yes. So if you're getting married later in life, you're definitely waiting for the right person. You're not just like, oh, well, we live near each other, and it's I'm 29 yeah. now, and uh-huh. limited options and all time. that is gone. Yeah. So I I've read that. I don't know for fact, but I think I read recently. Let's see what the divorce rate. Is. Yeah, fine. I I I'm sure it's still high, but I know it's. I think it's been dropping a little bit. Yeah. Watch. Oh, yeah. Top article: United States divorce rate is dropping thanks to wow. millennials. Yeah. Um, the divorce rate we're in, it's because we're it's not actually, getting married. It's true. It's been dropping since uh, two since ninety. Wow. Since nineteen ninety. Yeah. I, I believe that, yeah. but I, I believe it's been dropping even more so the last 10, 15 years. There's a little spike uh, back up in twenty sixteen, but I mean it's a steady drop off. Uh, yeah. Now I don't know how they measure it because I think. A lot of the divorces that say happened in the 90s and early 2000s were from people who probably married in the 80s. Yeah. So I don't know where they measure the yeah, rate from, or is it just per year each so year? So it's, it's per, per thousand in the population. Uh, so in 92, is 4.8 divorces per thousand people. In 2016, it's 3.2. So I mean, it's not like a giant number, but it's, you know, well, it feels like one less life. person is yeah. getting divorced. That's, it feels like in our world, people. A lot of comedians' parents yeah. aren't together. <laughs> but it feels like, it even felt like in high school, I'd say, I wouldn't say half, but maybe 
40% yeah. of my friends' parents are divorced. divorced. Do you think so. we're just so sure now? Like, we don't want to do anything. We're like, we're not going to get married till like, we know that's the person. I think people they are more check, sure now. They have to check every box. And then they're yeah, you can basically okay. stalk somebody before yeah. you get together. Like, I know. Yeah, you can. So people are probably pickier yeah. though. Because I thought about that. Do you think people have been divorced because you're married to them 15 years? All of a sudden, they get a Facebook. You're like, oh, I didn't know that. That's what type of shitty content you're putting out there every day. You're sharing those memes. I married somebody who's sharing those memes every day. Yeah, so that'll here's dry a, you up. Here's right? a better yeah. breakdown. So uh, people 55 and up, the divorce rate is very high. It's it's trending upwards. That would make sense. Um, but 33, basically 18 to 44. You're seeing steady drop off, so it's it's because of millennials' attitudes yeah. towards marriage for sure. Yeah, I think people are waiting long. I think it's just smarter though. Yeah. I've heard some people say like, "Oh, people aren't getting married as often." Too I go, "Maybe people. that's a good thing." You, you, think, get older. Yeah. People, you guys used to rush into it, like baby boomers. Their generation, they'd rush into marriage because they mm-hmm. thought. I, I always hated the idea they live your life according to some sort of timeline. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like by 25 you should be married. Mm-hmm. By this age you should have your kids. By that age you should have this. By that. I'm like, what's, what's you're going to die at the end. Why are you rushing to hit the, all those little bullshit made up milestones? And I think nowadays also uh, is that with industries have changed where, you know, a lot of manufacturing left this country really 30 years ago. So the idea of one guy, you know, it used to be back in the 60s, mm-hmm. like the, the husband would make 40 grand a year and that was enough to buy a house and take no. care of three to four kids and the yeah. wife didn't have to work. And, you know, because of strong unions back then, the unions aren't as nearly as strong now. And uh, it's a lot of conservative leadership there fucked over unions. And so because of that, people are – I think millennials – you know, people knock them for a lot of different reasons. I think we just hate on every new generation mm-hmm. and we have more information now so it's easier to hate people you know more about, of course. Mm-hmm. The one thing that they're smart about – and I've got friends who, in like the financial world who talk about how – and they don't even really like millennials, but they say they got this part right. The idea that you have to work 70 hours a week. Yeah. Because there are like these old CEOs at these like institutions and like old higher up executives, and they're like, I don't get it. When I was twenty three, I worked seventy hours a week, and it's like, yeah, because they've got apps now that do the shit that used to take you a week, yeah. a minute. Uh, like smarter, they're more efficient, not, not yes. harder. Exactly. So, which uh, millennials kind of were like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I don't need to work seventy hours yep. a week. I could get this done way quicker. I'd rather. And have then on their days off, they're doing all the errands. Like, oh, I just did that from my phone. And there's a more there's a new entrepreneurial spirit. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of fake entrepreneurs out there uh-huh. who just want the title because it yeah. sounds cool. Yeah. But millennials do you guys put yourself in that category? I was thinking about that today. I watched a lot of like like entrepreneurs or like videos or like but do you put that in the same category as comedy because they're so like parallel i think i think comedy is like it's my art and i love it but it's also like i feel like you're an entrepreneur or but you could take your art and turn it into a business into a bit. but yeah. it is a business it is no it is, it is um so are we to, entrepreneurs you have to be making considerable money in order to yeah. To really, be really call entrepreneur. yourself that. I mean, like, well, I mean, but an entrepreneurial spirit. I you thought it was be, just a self business. No, an entrepreneurial spirit. Real quick, not cut you off there, James. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. could be an entrepreneur. I know someone who is an entrepreneur in the sense that they have a bunch of different nonprofits that they set up themselves. Sure. So they're almost like this Mother Teresa entrepreneur. Because they're setting up, it's like different businesses that create different revenue streams. Does that person? They're not making a lot of money off it, but they're making enough to live, and they're very happy. That's so. entrepreneurial, though. That's entrepreneurial. You have yeah. your own thing. I didn't want yeah. people thinking that you. But be comedy, seven is, but you wouldn't say that. Like you wouldn't would say, say like some, like a Theo Vaughn. No, like an, you wouldn't. No, be an, an artist. artist. I mean, you're an artist, not yeah. You'd yeah. call yeah. yourself an artist first, but you could say that you act as an entrepreneur. I don't think you would give yourself yeah. that label. But you're creating it. You're creating it yourself. Everything that you do. Because I don't think about the business. Now, this year, I'm trying to a little bit. But before, I was like, oh, I didn't think that was part of it at all. And well, then you're when like, you're oh. starting out, you shouldn't. Yeah. When you're starting out in anything in, in the art world, 
whether it's music or comedy or acting or anything like that. You Something, should just, anything theatrical. Yeah. Yeah. Just get good. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about that because the other stuff will come once you get good. Well, yeah. so there's three delineations I think we should make. So there's there's entrepreneurs, which are people who start successful businesses and mm-hmm. live off of that revenue. Yeah. Then there are uh, artists who are aspiring to do one thing very well yeah. and be independent that way. And mm-hmm. then there are renaissance men or women who... Mm-hmm do a whole lot of things to try and find uh, that one thing that they're really good at. And that's not an I realize now my friend's more of a philanthropist. It's more, well, sure, but that's, but it's, it's but entrepreneurial that's, in spirit. Yeah. That's entrepreneurial. That was a good way to put it. I've never heard it like that. Yeah. So I was thinking, Renaissance, I have a lot of respect for all three because yeah. like you're trying to make your own way. But yeah. Renaissance people are like, that's, Dude, like fucking, if you learn how to do a bunch of different stuff, you will succeed. The the odds of you succeeding is way higher. But then if you succeed at one, do you then turn into an entrepreneur? No. You're still you're a residence person because you still have all those other skills. So yeah. you can always fall back on yeah. something else. It's weird. Fail. I think the yeah. label just gets thrown around a lot. Yeah. Like some people say I'm a businessman, you know. Uh-huh. I got, like, my, well, my buddy, uh, my buddy Vince, who, who, who was on, I don't know if he's still watching, but. He um he's got a great regular job, mm-hmm. you know, and then he is like a side business. Yeah. So like, you know, that's considered entrepreneurial, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think it, you brought up Theo Vaughn. I think his smart comedians right now realize uh, there's a lot of competition in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. So you have to really be clever with how you create content. Yeah. And in order to build a fan base, especially if you want to go outside the industry, because there yeah. are some people who are just industry darlings where you know they someone do all the clubs in America yeah I mean around, it, even outside the club world some agent or manager likes them and then yeah. they get hooked up with someone at, at a network and then the network likes them and then they just get put in things and all that mm-hmm. and I'm not knocking them that, yeah. that seems like a fun way to go about things too but there's you know a lot of people who aren't that but they're yeah. still great yeah. they're like great comics that's what's frustrating a lot of comedians and actors and musicians is that there's no like path we're yeah. like in professional sports oh you want to be a baseball player alright kick ass in high school Maybe you'll get drafted. If not, mm-hmm. go to college, kick ass in college. They'll scout you there. And then from there, you go to minor league ball. Like, you know, you're a rookie ball. You go A to ball, double A, triple A. You keep kicking ass. You go to the majors. There you go. It's a meritocracy. Work your ass off. Results, you'll get there. Mm-hmm. Comedy, there are, we, we both, yeah. everyone in this room knows great comedians. I talked about Kevin Bozeman earlier. Yeah. Like, Bozeman's gotten some love from, you know, uh-huh. he did well in Last Comic Stand, but even that was him proving himself. Yeah. He's, and he's still the funny, to me, he's the funniest person that I've ever, I watched him at, at Zanies in St. Charles. He did 45 minutes of no jokes. Yeah, and, kill. and he killed kill. people. I'm telling you, I had never seen that. The audience was crying. And yeah. he was just sitting down, just making fun of everybody, talking like for 45 minutes. And it killed. Yes. Like, he's the funniest person. To just sti- that smile on his face the whole time. Oh, just, he's, he's the just best. Just killing it. Just so natural. He's a great person. Yeah. Marty DeRosa. DeRosa's a guy like that, too, oh, where I'm like, why aren't you famous? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of fame is kind of luck. Yeah. I mean, you have to work your ass out to remain famous, yeah. and you have to put the skill in. But the, the, there is some luck into going and to, to getting to that to being noticed, though, because mm-hmm. you could do so. Whatever the hot show is, the industry hangs yeah. out at all the time, right? You could go up, crush yeah. it, and then you're like, "Oh, they weren't here tonight. Nobody yeah. was in the room that normally is in the room." And then the next week, you're not on the lineup, and a bunch you, of people it, go up, and they're not as good as you. But so and so at Three Arts Entertainment, mm-hmm. which is the big big agency, or someone at WME or UTA or CAA yeah. sees that person, they're like, "I thought they were great. They're our person." And you're like, "But hey, I'm Way over here too. Here. I'm actually better than yeah. them." And they would even tell you I'm better than them. Well, they're not going to tell you now, yeah. but like all that kind of thing. They know it. And it just it's I've always thought like, Marty is where he wants to be. I've always thought that he could be famous if he wants to, but I th- I always thought he had. 
Well, and Marty is a renaissance man. Yeah. Mar- but still, Marty is doing a great job because he his two loves are comedy and wrestling. Yeah. And he's combining he's them together. Yeah. He found a way job. to So do you think yeah, he's really doing like his like dream dream? I think he's doing his dream dream. His and dream whether dream. he gets super famous off it or not, I don't think he gives a shit. Yeah. And you shouldn't. If fame is what drives you, then it's going to kill your soul. Yeah. You have to just, but I bring up the whole being an industry darling thing versus not is some people have gotten smart enough where that's another great thing about the internet right now and yeah. living in 2019 or the last few years, of course, too, is that you could drive your own, you, yeah. you could steer your own ship your own essentially. Group. As long as you like, don't think about it, I'm really trying to like not think about anybody else and just, I, and just I know get, that you don't, I know that yeah. you don't, but like just like getting good. That's all I want. I want. No, I think I you're very be... good, and I think it's smart that you're starting to think about that stuff now. If you would have been thinking about this two years ago when I first like, met no. you, I would have been like, "No, nah, wait a little bit." Yeah. But I still don't think about. I still don't, don't think it... about that. But I still just want to do like, like I'm still thinking like, how many mics am I doing this week? How many? No, like, well, I that's just good because be... you're, you're thinking about getting better. Yeah, that should be your number one goal every day. It should be how do I become a better comedian? Yeah. While you're doing that, though, you could also think to yourself, "All right, cool." How could I cast my net a little bit wider? Yeah. All right. Maybe I start a podcast. Maybe I, you know, f- f- every day I'm going to write five funny tweets yeah. a day. I'll try mm-hmm. to build, build a following that way. Mm-hmm. I'll put up fun Instagram pictures. I'll do like, you know, you got to create different yeah. avenues to bring people towards mm-hmm. you. And I think that's what Theo Vaughn did very smart. He mm-hmm. started the podcast. I mean, he got on Rogan's, got another great podcast, but he's yeah. also great at yeah. podcasting. It's, he's a great it, interview. It's so, it, his, the little snippet, I don't even listen to his podcast, those snippets that he puts when he's talking about like Tootsie Rolls. They're so funny. They're yeah. so funny every yeah, single he, time. He, he's built up the following. Yeah. So now, when Theo Vaughn is like, oh, I want to go do a show in Chicago, I'll tweet out, hey, I'm going to be at Chicago this out. night. Here's the link. Sells out. Yeah. That money goes to him. He's working a door deal. He no mm-hmm. longer has to go through the club world. He'll still do clubs and probably because he's got some clout now, he could do the he could set it up for himself. But I think what's cool about, and it goes that way with anything, whatever you're yeah. doing, fuck comedy. Because I know people, hopefully yeah. most of the people listening aren't comedians. Uh-huh. If you're an actor, film your own shit and put mm-hmm. it on YouTube. Build a following that way. That way when you do get a casting director who likes you and they offer you, hey, we want to offer you 20 grand for this. You could say, well, my following says you're going to yeah. pay me more than that. Because it more. gives you more control. Yeah. And if you, you know, you have a business, say you own a bar. You could post video. You could have a fun Instagram for your bar mm-hmm. where people are like, oh, fuck. They do like Instagram videos with like random people who are drinking there. Yeah. I want to be one of the random people drinking there. I want to go to that fucking I'm gonna bar. I'm going to go to that bar. Right? Or with a restaurant. Like, you know, here's how I make the food. Give the recipe away. Why yeah. not? Uh-huh. Put the value out there and people will appreciate it. People will know the source. They're like, yeah. no, nah, that was that freaking Rebecca's restaurant. Uh-huh. I want to go to R&R's. Go to or the, you know. That's and, it, you know, my, I talked about my, um, before the podcast, I mentioned this. This dude, I'll give him a shout out. Steve Denitino. He uh, is a good friend of mine's younger brother, friend of mine too. He's a couple years younger than me though in high school. He uh, is a golf pro. Oh, yeah, He, he yeah. teaches golf. I think he's in South Carolina. His Instagram, I, he, he does a great job because he does a golf lesson. His mm-hmm. video will be like a little, real quick little, here's yeah. how you, you know, put the club face this way if you're trying to do this. Yeah. And, you know, here's That's a new so putting simple. technique. And people are loving it because it's yeah. a popular thing. So, like, whatever you're into, you have more control now than ever, mm-hmm. which is so cool. Yeah. Like, James is a fucking talented. I, this guy I, I is think you're, like, the man. most hardest. He like, sewed these curtains. Yeah. I, I, I can't get over I was thinking about that today when we were outside. I'm like, he's probably the hardest working man, like, in Chicago. I, I really honestly think that you do oh, so many things. Well, thank you. Well, you no, name he, one, he fil- he you filmed name my one album. Person. He filmed and recorded yeah. my album. He did. Uh, Abby well, Sanchez has been on the this. podcast last night, and I heard he's destroyed which he, he I, did yeah. very I well <laughs> i believe it that dude's a beast yeah. and and and, and Run, Mike stand up, stand are amazing. Up. how many podcasts are through here uh we're working on seven or eight 14 14, 14 podcasts are by, on this by now. by april 14 and you're editing yeah. and he's you're eventually doing. my my prediction is by the summer 
the, it'll be a full time studio worth. That's like, the goal is to yeah. is to not have yeah. a day job. So and, yeah. and to do that, well, I, if anybody can do, if you can do it, I'm gonna cry. And I like a wor- I like a world where everyone's their own boss. I think that yeah. that part yeah. of um, I think too. and they're cool. Really That's cool. what I like. Like. Like you're so cool. I like everyone who like you're like people who are like genuinely nice and cool and positive and just trying to like go up, be the yeah. best the best people that they can be, and you're being the best person that you can be. And, and also, let me together. give credit. Let me give credit because I'm not. These thoughts I'm saying aren't shit that I just came to my own conclusion on. Yeah, I was real stupid about the internet at first. Uh-huh. When I, it's just so big. To, in my mind, it's so big. I'm like when I try to think, I'm like it's just. Ugh. It's big, and you big. could get there. There, you could put out great content that gets nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, and you can also ruin you. you, they, they, you also, know, you can create content every day and they'd be like, this dumb bitch. You know? Who knows, right? Who knows? And uh, But I didn't come to this conclusion on my own. I was real stupid when I... Not when I first started. Because when you first start, you should just worry about being good nothing else. But even after being in comedy for a few years and, you know, every... After about a few years, I was closing out every local showcase. Really? You know, I was doing some clubs, a few Yikes. on the road here or there. Um and but I was so dumb about it. I wouldn't put any of my clips on YouTube because I oh. said to myself, I go, when people come to see me live, I want it to be fresh. Uh-huh. Which is a dumb move because yeah. if anything, you put it out there because new people will find you. Yeah. And the people who like you will share that clip going, hey, this is the guy I'm going to go see. Check mm-hmm. out this clip. He's hilarious. Yeah. And then when Don't they put see the you, whole set do little clips. Well, yeah, but it, then yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then when they come see you live, they're not going to be mad that you told the joke mm-hmm. they already heard. They, they're probably excited that they bike, know this it. Is the one. Know yeah, obviously, if it's the entire yeah. set and they know it all and it's just like, all right, you know. Yeah. But it's, you know, when you go see your favorite band, you and bands, actually, that's a bad analogy because musicians have it so easy where you go see song. a band, they could play all their hits and you're like, yeah, yeah. you don't want to hear new shit. You want to hear the songs you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You go see a comic that you like, you want to hear you new stuff. You need that new yeah. stuff. You're okay with hearing a couple jokes you know, but, but you, you want you want it to be fried. I actually, I saw a comic uh, this weekend with Aaron Sutherland, um, older comic, um, very tried and true material, <laughs> but he kind of like and i love the guy i'm not gonna say who it is but like he he did a lot of like street joke kind of bits mm-hmm. and it was like the whole crowd kind of just like didn't know, love it no it was it was not is he best. someone who you were expecting to love honestly i didn't know what to expect i i i went into it kind of like this could be a disaster but i'll like i'm along for the ride if yeah. it is and like it wasn't a disaster by any stretch like uh-huh. it was a really fun show yeah. but it would like the the meat of the sandwich was pretty dry, dry. Yeah. i have a guess who it is and i uh, yeah who, I yeah know. we'll, we'll talk like about some dry meat no no, no. Dry. we need, we need some, sauce some, on. Some, some moist yeah. we need to yeah at least some chipotle mustard. mayo yeah. on it you gotta you go. plunge it um all right, so that's a good. Well, I was gonna give a yeah. shot. Like that Gary Vaynerchuk guy, I came across some of his stuff. There's oh, a lot yeah, of people yeah. out there that I, I think are putting out some good motivational stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I watch. I watch. I watched him on Hot Ones. I don't know if you watched that show. Yeah, Hot yeah. Ones. Hot Ones. I don't think I've seen him on that. But he was I, on Joe Rogan too. Saw Anthony but, Rizzo yeah. on that. No, I mean that's what's cool though, because like I, I'm not, I didn't want to make people think I came to all that shit on my own. Yeah. Um, no, I watch. No, I, I, I watch a little bit too stuff. many motivational videos. Came across <laughs> <some> of, <laughs> You get too much motivation coming my way. I like to. My, my favorite things to do is actually uh, sit on my couch, eat terrible food, and then watch motivational. Watch videos. Watch motivational videos. That's a really and good. And then way. not get up. You should follow A Rod's posting. Uh, um, he does like a vlog of his day. But there, you, when you're done watching, you're like, I want to live that life. I want. I want to be that guy. Do you? I wanna. That's cool. I mean, no, like whatever motivates you, though. Yeah. But I just know that what I'm trying to do now, or what I would like to do going forward, I don't like the notion that. Um, like, I, I don't like that. I don't. I don't like that people wake up in the morning looking to be angry. Mm-hmm. 
It's not everybody, but there's yeah. obviously a strong percentage a of the population. So I, I've brought this up a hundred times on this podcast. I urge everyone, don't look at your phone the first hour of the day. Yeah. Just don't do it. I mean, obviously, you could check the time. You could check emails. But yep. stay off of social media in particular. Because mm-hmm. it just gets your brain in this reactive. Yeah. And I, I don't mind some good back and forth. Yeah. I had a good back and forth with some people today. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about some random stuff. You know, It almost I, never makes your day better, no, though. I, if but you think I, about it, it's never. There's a comic, Chicago, who will... Um, and literally, he's like commented on my stuff. All that. It'll be like a random post. I, I could be like, I love blueberries. And he'll be like, well, you see about blueberries. like, And it's almost like, I'm like you waited to do that. All fair, been, all fair, we'll talk yeah, about who well, it is. Exactly. I, 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 know I who bet you know who it is. But then I see him on every, I'm like, you must, this is a full, this is your full day. It's like a you full-time have to be job on this for all them. Day. And look, and I know some people could be healthy about it, but I think if you're too into it. Yeah. And again, there's a lot about social media I like. Like I used it, I posted a clip from the podcast today. I posted a bit of mine about Michael Jordan, a friend uh-huh. that I wrote like six years ago or something and and thank you and look it's cool for stuff like that it's cool to be like hey does anyone know a good painter does Mm -hmm. anyone know a good mexican restaurant does anyone know a good this or what do you guys think about yeah there's some fun community sense stuff like that but the idea of waking up and immediately reaching your phone opening the app laying in bed and scrolling Mm -hmm. i don't think that's healthy it's not healthy and it's and facebook has this algorithm where they show you certain things that really do get you fired up Mm -hmm. and they make you believe one thing versus the other Right. Oh, it's not even right it's not even them doing it. It's you doing it to yourself. Yeah, you can. No, but it is them doing it too. It. They just study. Facebook like, will show you stuff that they, pisses you off on purpose. But That's like, well, but it's because of the choices you make on Facebook. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's a all, team effort. It's a team effort. Sure, there's some some of the owner. Obviously, there's some personal responsibility on your end there. But they've done research and they know what keeps you on there is stuff mm-hmm. that makes you angry. So they change the algorithm to the stuff that gets you engaged and pissed oh. off. They is have, it only if that's what you're searching for and that's what you're commenting on? Because look at this. If you, if you if someone wrote on Facebook, I think uh, gay people are evil and they should all go to hell. Mm-hmm. You might be like, hey, fuck you, you yeah. bigoted piece of shit. Uh-huh. How yeah. dare you think that way? You know, go fuck yeah. yourself. I know gay people who are pinky toe is more class than you do uh-huh. and all this great stuff, right? Yeah. That'll make you engage. Uh-huh. But if you saw someone be like, hey, everyone, um, I just got this new job, you, you'll just like it. You're not going to yeah, comment. Yeah, you're not going to comment. You'll be like, oh, good for you. I, li- I like that. And it's boring. And you're gonna log off, right? Like, but because, but when you see because when you see positive stuff, you just think, oh, cool, good for yeah. them. But I you don't see. actually. It doesn't make you engage. Yeah, it doesn't make you. Th- I mean, every now and then, someone will write. Congr- uh-huh. If it's a baby, you write. And you're not gonna go back and check and be like, I wonder what the thread is on this. I wonder no. what the thread yeah. is on this it's guy a, getting the baby, a new job. Yeah, if it's a baby. Congratulations, Mary. Congratulations. Yeah. But if it's some other like positive thing, you don't want it. Not. It doesn't engage you the way if someone says something that really fucks up yeah. with how you view things you uh, diddy's got a good instagram and got a funny yeah uplifting yeah a lot of dancing well, he's i didn't funny. give you know i, wanna, I like a good fun i'm like gonna end on um because you pick kobe bryant as oh, your, yeah, your yeah. person Who's to drink person? with I, i'm gonna have to change one each week uh chelsea did uh, i was gonna have to do men and woman who's a woman you'd want to get drunk with oh. famous I want to do a man and a woman. Man and a woman. Doesn't work. Don't even think about it. Okay, yeah, Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. That'd be yeah, fun. One. All right. For um, a famous person I would want to get drunk with, last week I said Liam Gallagher, lead singer of Oasis, now a solo artist. <laughs> Dude's hilarious. He had a really funny thing about Ed Sheeran. Someone posted a clip of him in an interview. They asked him about Ed Sheeran. He goes, yeah, I think he's all right. I mean, he's obviously talented and all that, but you know, if I was a young person, I want to go putting a poster of him on my wall. <laughs> and they just kind of stares at the camera and goes, it's called Ed, isn't he? Like he's like, <laughs> it's called Ed. Like, yeah. Like, how, how cool could you actually Ed? be if your name's Ed? And we were both talking about our buddy Ed Towns. Ed. Like, oh, Ed. that's funny. Well, he said with that British accent where it sounds like they say like any, any, or whatever they Ed. say. Like, 
He's called that, isn't he? Like, hey. whatever I said, or, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, yeah. though, uh, this week I am going to choose. I think Michael Jordan's too obvious because it was his yeah, birthday. And you've already brought him up 15 times. I already brought him up. I'm going to say Morgan Freeman. Oh, for what? That's Black History Month. I feel like I should go with an African American fella. <laughs> I mean, don't do it just because. Put no, them, I put them like in your lineup because they're great. St. Patrick's Day, I'm gonna want to drink with a Mick. It's fine. It's not like I'm not, I'm not doing like. Is he Irish? I said in, on St. Patrick's Day, I'll want to drink with a Mick. Oh, like around that time, I'll choose an got Irish it, got person. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Around this time, I'm gonna this choose. This time, you're gonna go Morgan. Yeah, I think Morgan Freeman. He's got an impressive career. He's worked yeah. with everyone. He's got to have some stories. Yeah, and I mean? feel like he's gonna. You're gonna just be like, tell me your life, and he's gonna tell you. You're not gonna. I have think to I would drink something that like. He seems very like classy and wise in a way, you know, because he feels like he's been like 75 years old. I feel like he still drinks a Guinness. He might, but I feel like I would drink brandy with him. Yeah. And I've, I've had brandy once. I didn't like it, but for if he offers it to you. are going to drink it. Certain people, if they offer you something, you just say yes because yeah. you respect them and you don't want to be difficult. I'm very hospitable. I don't like if somebody, if I'm at somebody's house and they offer, I'll drink. I'll eat or drink anything. I when like I first moved perfect. to LA, a good friend of mine, Mick Betancourt, best dude, he uh, executive producer on a bunch of TV shows. That Purge TV show is an executive producer mm-hmm. on. Nice. He's an executive producer on Law and Order SVU for about four years. Like the dude's done wow. big, huge stuff. He's the best human being I've ever met, too. Wow. Chicago guy. He, uh, when we first met up, because I, was, I just I was in LA for like a week or two. I just moved there, so it's like, hey, you know, I, mean, uh-huh. I just got here. He said, hey, you up and I'm in town. It's like, cool. You want to have lunch? I go, yeah. And then he suggested sushi. Uh-huh. Never had sushi oh, in my I life. Never had sushi. That's my. I and I'm not love like it. I barely like Chinese food. Wow. I don't like a lot. I'm just very like I'm a real picky eater like that. Get, but yeah, I had I, to say yes. Imagine that. Now I love sushi. Really huge sushi. Just fan. changed your life. So there you go, everyone. Don't you be so damn picky. Yeah, you should try something new every week. I feel like you don't try I, new things. I feel like you eat plain cheese pizza. No, yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm, mm-hmm. But I'm still just basic cheese, sausage, pepperoni, See? and pizza. But you know what I started doing? I put jardinier on it now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm into oh, that. Oh, okay. I've, I've I go pepper real, flakes sometimes. And that's I do red pepper flakes too. I'm yeah. really big into jardinier and stuff like that. Well, I'll, we'll end the podcast on this. Yeah. This is why it's important to try something new. But also, I actually like the fact that I didn't try new stuff forever because I'm doing it now and it's new to me and it's old to you. And it's exciting. So I was telling someone, I'm like, oh, I've been putting jardinier on my pizza. And they're like, I've been doing that since I was eight. And I go, well, guess what? It's probably boring to you now yeah. and I love it now. You're over and it's it, new yeah. to me and it's fun for me. And uh, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, you're like, right. I just got into sushi over the last four or five years. That'd be a good podcast. Or not even three, four years yeah. ago. Yeah, come on the podcast. Make me try something yeah, that I had before. Make me try I think something that's new. cool. Pepperoni well, for pizza. Re- You've never had pepperoni? No, I was talking about for you. Okay, don't be a <laughs> You know what? Never mind, everybody. I was I'm gonna, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, Rebecca, thank you so much for being on the podcast. James Webb, everyone for listening. You guys are the best. Um, thank you. Write us a review on iTunes. It goes a long way. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Gather the whole family around. Listen by the radio. We're not on radio, but you know what I'm saying. You guys are great. <laughs> this has been Killgowns Pub. Cheers. Bye. That was good. How long was that? Uh, it was an hour and 32 minutes. Nice. Hour and a half-ish. Were people commenting? Yeah, Chad McDaniel was blowing us up. Wow. Oh, I see that. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, there's a lot of people. Look at all these. Yes. Yeah, we, we wow. Some, we got some lessons. Joe, do you have a